0: G'day, folks. It's Will here. Uh, Okay, so this episode with Daniel Sloss, one of my favorite guests. You know I always love having Daniel Sloss on the show. Uh, He did Conan again, fifth time doing Conan uh, recently. You can check that out online. Uh, And of course... Uh, if you are going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, he's going to be there, dominating as he always does, and uh, check him out all around the world. He's going to be, well, I mean, he's a superstar now, but he's going to be future superstar as well, and I love having him on the podcast, as you probably know from listening. He's one of my favourite guests and somebody that I just like having conversations with and catching up with uh, wherever we are in the world, despite our age difference and, you know, often actually hilarious difference of opinions on things i love the passionate nature that he brings to his comedy and to his life and uh you know he's a strive for intelligence and you know for plain speaking and you know to be confrontational but to live life to its fullest and all those sort of things so uh, again, uh, always a pleasure to have him on. Let him know if you enjoyed the podcast. Tweet his mum, you know, online, Dr. Les Sloss. I always like to follow her on Twitter. Uh, she's always brilliant. So uh, do that. Uh, but here at the top, I've got a cup of tea, so maybe this will take a while. Hopefully it won't. Maybe I'll say that and it'll be shorter than usual. I normally say it'll be... Anyway, whatever. Let's move on. Cup of tea. Mid-afternoon. I'm doing uh, loading a few of these in advance. Uh, so... If I'm not reflecting something topical that has happened that everybody else is talking about, that is because uh, of Australia's shitty internet. Uh, I am here in LA for another five days and I have a few fops that I've already recorded up my sleeve. So I'm going to do an intro for each of them and I'm going to preload them. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because Australia has terrible internet and it would take me hours and hours and hours longer to do it in Australia. So it's quicker for me to do it here. Secondly, um, I can just load them all up and then I'll just put them on a little regular thing where they'll come out every Friday. And that means at least for like uh, five weeks or something, I don't have to worry about that. And I can just worry about TOEFOP and uh, two guys, one cup and hopefully getting back into philosophy. (laughs) So uh, speaking of podcasts, here's what I'm here to plug today. Uh, LA Podcast Festival. Uh, I've been very lucky to be involved in this festival uh, since the very first year where I was a guest on the uh, Walking the Room show. And uh, you've heard me talk about it before, but it is honestly one of the best things. It's just one of the best things. You know, if you like podcasts, and hopefully that's why you're here, you like podcasts, uh, and you have access or the ability to get to the LA Podcast Festival. Get there; it's just the most fun. Like it's, I I have been like so upset the last couple of years because it's fallen during uh, when we're taping Gruen, and it'll do that again this year. So. Basically what that means for my week is we tape Gruen on a Tuesday night and then on the Wednesday I get on a plane to the US and I uh, get over here and I get to see my apartment for a couple of days. Uh, the festival starts on the Friday night and I normally go down and uh, last year I walk in the room on the Friday night and then uh, we had our show on the Saturday and then I flew out again on the Saturday night to get me back in uh, Australia for Monday morning to get to my Gruen meeting. So it's crazy, but we do that uh, because... We love it and we love being involved in it, and it's an absolute pleasure to be involved in it again. Uh, Charlie and I both coming over for it, plus a range of faux-fop guests will play another edition of uh, How Will Do You Know Charlie? That was where it was born last year at the podcast festival. You can hear that episode uh, if you would like to. Go back and find that one if you've not heard it before. Uh, and we played it, of course, live at our big one during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which was posted not that long ago. So if you haven't heard the live one from the Melbourne Comedy Festival, listen to that and see how far our live shows can be so uh if you can't make it to the festival well okay firstly if you can't make to the festival and you want to make it to the festival you got to make that decision now the festival is september 23rd to 25th this year but here's the thing it's about to sell out uh they've sold more tickets already than they've sold previously ever okay so that's that's a pretty good start to know how well it's going this year. You want to be involved in this. You want to be part of this. They're going to probably have to move to a bigger venue next year. So you want to be there while it's at uh, the Sofitel. Uh, so book a ticket if you are able to get there and come along. Uh, brilliant shows. Like so many good shows. Okay, look, here's some uh, here's some shows that are on. Comedy Film Nerds, uh, which uh, you know if you listen to uh, this podcast, you've heard me reference a lot. The Crab Feast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. I've just been getting back into the crab feast from uh, having a little break, not for any reason of theirs, just because, you know, sometimes uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Australian political podcasts recently because the Australian election has been on. So although when you hear this, it it will be over and we will either have a new prime minister or the same. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, we were going to do a Gruen, a Gruen nation. So that was the whole plan. At the end of last year, when we finished Gruen, Uh, The plan was that we were going to keep August, September, October and November free, even though Gruen goes for three months, 10 episodes, 10 weeks, um, you know, plus four weeks of pre-production or whatever, but like, you know, 10 weeks that I really have to be there. So we kind of kept an extra month, month and a half free than we ordinarily would because we were like, you know what, we'd love to do Gruen Nation around the election. And then Malcolm Turnbull, my local member of parliament who continues to be the bane of my existence, (laughs) Malcolm Turnbull... Uh, who may be the uh, current Prime Minister of Australia, so I, you know, bow down to our insect overlords. Um, uh, Malcolm Turnbull called an early election, which meant that uh, I I could have been available. It would have meant that I had to cancel uh, some holidays and a few other things, but I could have done it. Uh, but unfortunately, the rest of the uh, crew and cast, well, not enough of the rest of the crew and cast could could do it. And it wasn't time that we had been asked to keep aside and uh, because of the nature of Gruen being such a short show everybody has to have other jobs including all the crew and you know the, our writers are off writing for other people and our producers are off producing other shows and you know so there was a myriad of factors that we all did our best to overcome but in the end we could not overcome and I was disappointed because you know when you like my whole year it, 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 nation has always been the most successful version of the show and the most watched version of the show but also in some ways the most exciting version of the show to do because as much as I love doing Gruen, there is something about being able to talk about something that, like every week on Gruen we're choosing topics, but we're choosing them because we think we have something interesting to say about them or that there's something that you know, should be uh, being said about those topics. But it's it's rarely uh, that we get the opportunity to talk about something that everybody in the country is talking about. And the great thing about doing it around the Olympics or the election is that it's something that, that you know even if you're half interested in those things you have an awareness of because you're in the middle of it and it is what everybody is talking about so i always think the show is at its best in those moments you know where you can kind of have a a different angle on a, a debate that everybody is having at the same time but because of timing and and just we couldn't do it we couldn't do it so instead we're we're, we're coming back to australia to do uh 10 weeks of Gruen like a regular season and You know, it's funny life. It's like one of those things where, yeah, I got a cup of tea. This is going to be long. People at home are like, fucking hell. Is he really just wound into, it's funny life. Oh, fuck. I better fast forward. If you're a fast forwarder, if you don't want to hear this bullshit, uh, then that's fair enough. Um, Fast forward through to the start of the episode. This is a good one. You're really going to enjoy it. And I will will stop fucking rabbiting on. I'm not going to. But here's the thing. Is I was really disappointed when we when when it was during the Melbourne Comedy Festival and we finally decided that we weren't going to be able to do a, a nation we weren't going to be able to pull it together and I was a re- uh, it was the reason I came back and the weird thing is that now because I was overseas for the entire election campaign so I only watched it from afar and um, you know it was really interesting to see it was disappointing to see that Malcolm Turnbull seemed to have shrunk in the job but it was actually encouraging to see that Bill Shorten who I People know if you've seen my stand-up shows or listened to me, I've never had a great deal of time for. I thought, you know, did a better job than... I'm still majorly disappointed at the two major parties on a a, a wide range of issues. But anyway, this is out. No one needs to hear my opinions on this. You can come and see my shows and listen to my jokes and work it out yourself. But uh, I'm really excited about Guru. I think that it was one of those things that it, it, it was... I didn't know what was good for me. When I looked at the election campaign from afar, it was so boring and it was so repetitive and it was so long and it was so overanalyzed because of the range of new media who stepped in and started looking at the advertisements and looking at the like you know the ways those political parties were communicating in a way that Gruen used to do kind of by ourselves. So in some ways, I really actually feel like we dodged a major bullet and we didn't get caught up in the mess of, you know, there's some great shows doing great things like The Chaser and you know, Sean McAuliffe, Mad as Hell, like, they are the sort of shows that, you know, benefit from having all that extra material in that way. But in some ways, Gruen, like, you know, what we're really about. I'm, I'm really excited that we'll come back with a... Whatever the world is now, whatever world you're in in Australia, whether it be a Malcolm Turnbull world or a Bill Shorten world or a Hung Parliament world, I don't know when I'm recording this, but you will probably know when you're listening to this. Um, so, uh, I... Uh, <laughs> I, it was, I think that it was one of those things where I didn't know it was good for me or at, at the time what I thought was going to be great. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's worked out actually better than I could have imagined. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And so the only downside is that I'll have to like fly out in and out one week for LA podcast festival. So who's, who's on, here's who's on comedy film nerds. Uh, the Crab Feast, brilliant. The Dollop, uh, I mean, come on. Like, what a brilliant podcast The Dollop is. Uh, Sklarborough Country, or is it Country? Yeah, Country is on, uh, which is a podcast I have done as well. Um, Welcome to Night Vale, which is a hugely popular podcast. The Todd Glass Show, which I've done as well. There's a bunch of these podcasts that I've done, which is nice. Um, so you might know some of them. Steel Wars, uh, Steel Saunders Star Wars podcast is doing it. Um, what have we got here? Um, uh, the 40 year old boy, which is a great podcast, Jonah radio. That's really fantastic. Point versus point Gareth's podcast, uh, which I have been on as well, uh, which is fantastic. Oh, the, me- the mental illness happy hour is brilliant. The comedian's comedian with Stuart Goldsmith. Where I've done that podcast as well. So heaps of things. So here's the thing. If you can't make it to LA for the LA podcast festival, they will have a live uh, stream link, which means that you can watch the podcast live as the weekend is happening. So that's pretty cool already. But if you can't watch them all, obviously you can't watch everything at the same time and there might be like a bunch of podcasts on there that you're a fan of. Well, here's what you can do. For I think three weeks afterwards... That you just can just log on at any time and watch them. I watched most of the podcast last year. I got the live stream myself, and so I think the live stream's thirty bucks. But here's the, here's the trick: if you put tofop in as your code when you're booking it, it costs twenty five bucks. And if you put tofop in as your code, firstly they keep inviting us back because you know people from Australia watch the live stream and they put in tofop, and then people go, okay, invite tofop back. But secondly, we get seven bucks. So if you want a great way to support the podcast. It saves you money. Put in TOEFOP, you get five bucks off. You get to watch all those podcasts there in the festival. Plus, if you put in tofop, we get seven bucks. There you go. That's a good way to support the podcast. So uh, I hope you like this one. I did uh, I did ramble a bit, but you know, not as much as I could have. Like, I really only got a third of the way through my cup of tea. So I hope you enjoy this one with Daniel. Uh, what else have I got coming up? Seeing that we're in this time zone where I don't know. Uh, so... I think uh, next week there will be a Gareth Reynolds, maybe a Gareth Reynolds next week. So, um, oh, Jackie Cation. Jackie Cation, I think, next week. Okay, so there you go. That's what it will be. It'll be uh, Jackie Cation next week and then uh, Gareth Reynolds the week after that. So there you go. Here's a cool little run. So... Hope you're enjoying this. If you're not, checked out the Laura House podcast from last week as well. I do highly recommend that one. Uh, Brilliant uh, podcast guest. And then go and check out everything else she does and listen to her on every other podcast she's on because she's just absolutely delightful. All right, there you go. 13 minutes. I banged on a fair bit. I apologize for that for people who don't like the big intros. Sometimes they don't have intros at all. Anyway, now I am just fucking annoying people. All right, talk to you soon.
1: Everyone relax,
0: this is dope. Right. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. Ironical, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and continuing our uh, progressive podcast <laughs> dinner where we only drink wine, Or the dogs have come in. They like to come in, they like to keep it right until the last moment is about to start and then they hear the excitement in the air and, and they're they like, let's through. just come in. You go, go outside I think, it's sunny outside today, enjoy that. Oh, Ramona. Hello. Uh, anyway, Daniel Sauce is here. Guest Charlie Daniel yeah. Sauce. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Yeah, another place. You are in the pod cave. This is the official home of the podcast. <laughs> it's
1: my first time in the pod cave. Yeah. I'm uh, particularly loving the artwork.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of um, old posters, basically. Like, some of these are remnants. Like, the thing about having posters is that eventually um, you get beyond a point where you really have posters on your wall. But... Um, you take them out into your man cave or in my case, the pod cave. Yeah. And so there's a lot of remnants of things that I found interesting at different points of my yeah. life.
1: Uh, I'm loving the uh, first one. I know it was the Nolan in the dumb. and that's dark Knight. Is it signed as well? It's a signed Christopher Nolan. Oh, uh, still. Bastard. Yeah. That was
0: sent to me. Uh, no, sent gifted to me. I think gifted to me for my birthday. The dogs have literally decided at this point they're going to have a fight in front of our feet. Yeah. It does oh, feel we we like. It money dang. I mean, it really feels like a scene from um, The Dark Knight. You know, that bit where. You know, the-
1: yeah, they're just doing the illegal dog fights. Yeah, that's right. They're are they really? Literally-
0: are- oh, they're actually having a fight now. Oh, they don't normally do this. Normally they're quite friendly. Okay,
1: if you're going to have a fight, you're going to have a fight out- hey, outside. This is literally a podcast where an illegal dog fight is taking place. Yeah, I had I mean- no idea that your pod cave was this dark and. Well, this is, this is how we find thunder. the cocaine it. hidden in all of the walls? Is- a,
0: a lot of people, um, you know what I mean? Like, people are trying to find a way to monetize. Uh, what a horrible <laughs> word, but monetize the industry of podcasting. And, like, a lot of people have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. But, you know, it, uh, to be honest, it's, it's lovely that people contribute, but... Um, as I was explaining to someone the other day, we need to have that Patreon at that level for about the next four years to cover the costs that have already gone into the podcast. Yes, yes. This is not a money making venture. I don't want to put advertisements on. So, what well, instead the direction I've gone in is dogfighting. Dogfighting, obviously. So because we're gonna you, can have- put, you can choose. It's like Patreon. You can choose to participate. Right. Exactly. And so, like if you're against be-
1: it. Just
0: don't get involved. That's fine. Get on the James Fosdike poster level. But mm. there is a level that is illegal dog fighting between my dogs. And uh, we'll have it every week. They won't always be like vicious fights. Sometimes yeah. we'll like, you know, just. Most of the time them.
1: they are genuinely just
0: adorable. Oh, yeah. No, most of the time. And now they're being adorable again. Look at that. And oh, are you going to start a fight about? Yeah. No, I feel like they're in the mood to have a fight. Like Winnie has just brought she's just gone and found a bottle cap and then brought it over to her oh, in, see, like oh see she challenge. got the wrong end
1: of the bottle What you should, you should have just got the empty bottle like a glass bottle and you know are dogs allowed weapons in dog fights? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, look you know, in my dog fights, <laughs> I mean, you're you already—it's you, like that about dark night. You snap the pool cue in half and throw one in. Yeah, but, but then they're just but, playing fetch. But I do it with. Yeah, that's you, what I do. You just completely ruined the whole dog fight. You snap the stick in half, and then they're both not wanting to fight anymore. They're just excited that there's two sticks. They're like, "Oh, he's thought about both of us. This is great." I uh, know because eventually capitalism
0: would uh, it, it kick in because it does with everything. It's the nature of your humanity <laughs> and dog manity. And suddenly the dogs wouldn't be happy with just having a stick each. Suddenly yeah. they've been comparing the size of. Their stick to the other dog's stick, and then suddenly they'd want. I want the bigger stick, and then
1: Ramona's like, "I've won more fights, right? I deserve the bigger stick." And then, what's the other one called? Winona. Winona. Winona, she's, Winona. A, she's like, "Well, no, no. That's uh, obviously since you've won more fights, I should get the bigger stick because it's the bigger weapon. I clearly need more of the advantage." Right. Absolutely. And that, yeah, is
0: there an equalization program like we have in Australian sports, where like the top clubs eventually there's a draft, so the bottom clubs become good again, or is it like the English Premier mm-hmm. League or whatever, just where you can just well, you, you say that, but look at less. Well, this season. but then that's what I mean. Then yeah. one year there'll just be a
1: story where one of the cats wins, <laughs> <laughs> unexpectedly. Just well, no, didn't I didn't even know the cat was playing in this division. For some reason, you always sort of look at cats and dogs fighting, and realistically, a dog. Should win every single fight against By the every way, single cat. Finally, we've got on the cats and dogs on this podcast, and finally in comedy. Finally, finally, we Do you are. Know okay, men and here women we go. are different? Oh,
0: let's not rush to that one. Let's ex- fully explore this cats and dogs theme because I think there might be some analogies between the two that we could explore. Wait, are you telling me on? that
1: perhaps women are similar to cats in some ways, and that sometimes dog has stretch are similar to men? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just not. Let's not spo- spoil it all, mate. Spoiler. Let's let's set up the
0: story before. We you what's the hurts. deal with airplane food it's disgusting but to be honest it's actually mostly about your taste buds which change 30% while you're in the air so any type of food tastes different or That, algae. anyway whatever that, that was how the original bit went <laughs> It was just the guy literally explaining why things don't taste the same on planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, like, yeah. people bastardised it. Well, yeah. it's like Bill Hicks. You know, some people miss the heart and the point and the empathy behind it, and they just do drug and dick and alien jokes. Yeah. Some people miss the point of this cutting edge airplane food, which was actually about the nature of how everybody experiences how things were. different. Yeah. And sinuses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that one where Jamie Oliver was uh, in one of his many, many escapades was uh, going up, he was doing airplane food, and he... <laughs> the start of the meal, he brought, like, nose spray so you could clear your... you're like, f- f- fuck off. Just put more salt in it. Do you know who Hester Blumenthal Hester, is? Hester Blumenthal, yes. Oh, maybe it was him that did it, actually. Oh,
0: was it? Yeah, probably Might was. Might have been him. Um, it, it, it well, sound like, sounds like something
1: he would do. Right.
0: So, Amy uh, has gone to a party the other night. Last Saturday night, when I got back from tour, um, I was exhausted. I'd flown in from Perth. We were both in Perth. And I... My body did that thing It was doing it on the last day Because I had a big last day I went to prison of course Oh yeah we Yes did... So we will talk about right, that Because cool, cool. it was the greatest experience Of yeah, my entire I've ne- life I've
1: never seen you it's, When I met you that night I... Wow Wow this is they're,
0: they're really into
1: this fight today Can I put I mean, an extra is, 20 on Ramona? I mean somebody's <laughs> having a real go at this That's all I'm saying is I mean, is it Yeah I yeah. think it might be you I feel like they've They're fighting for my love Yeah Well in that case You
0: know what Thrilled you said actually when I because I said are you okay with dogs and you said okay yeah as long as you're okay with them having a new favorite person yeah and I feel like this is how they're expressing it uh, like just, the kid
1: that punches you at school because they are in love with you yeah, I feel like yeah, that's yeah. what the dogs are doing yeah just oh, I love you more yeah no I also that that you can tell I said that because I've spent too much time with uh, Nick Cody uh, Nick Cody is where I, I get my sort of. My masculine side, out my competitive side, and we literally turn everything into a competition. So you were like, "Are you fine with dogs?" Which was just you being nice and being like, "I've got dogs," and I was like, "I'll I fucking love dogs more than you. (laughs) fuck it I'll fucking beat you when it comes to dog loving." Oh god, there's that testosterone I've not used in so long. I know, but it's intoxicating once you let it out. Oh god, it is an addictive. Right then, you like how much do I lift? I want to know. (laughs) Maybe I should get some ice. I really do feel though, I if I could take a pill that could get rid of my testosterone. I would do it. Because I, I feel like testosterone is not something we need anymore. Uh-huh. Like, it was used to when we were used to hunt and when we used to, be, you know, displays the domination back in those days. Whereas nowadays, I just find it gets me into trouble more often. and, and I do things that I wouldn't do if I didn't have testosterone in me. Capitalism. I was, capitalism, okay. You tell your bit and then I'll tell you why it applies to capitalism.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, I just think, like, I've done I do Every th- stupid thing I do I can put down to Trying to one up someone uh-huh. Or just trying to show off Right And that's As far as It's just purely testosterone I broke a watch Because me and my friends Were like Do you reckon You could break someone's We were drunk do you reckon you could crack someone's sternum if you just slapped them hard enough? And we were like, well, there's only one way to find out whether that's possible or not. Google it. And went outside Get on and- your phone and Google it. No. well, Look we-
0: it up on the internet.
1: No, I'm talking Ask about experimenting. a doctor. <laughs> no. You're taking all the facts. Experiment. you got to experiment yourself. You've got to try it a little bit. And- okay. So what you're saying is you've got to work out whether you
0: can break someone's sternum unsupervised just- by medical attention? Yeah. Just outside Drunk. drunk slapping each other I in mean, the chest. I mean, I guess that is... And the answer is no. Yeah. I guess no. that is... You can't?
1: Uh, but you well, can't you break can't. your watch. Yeah, I can Yeah, the answer is you can't. I can You
0: cleared up nothing. That's all you cleared <laughs> up.
1: Whether you can no, do No, I also cleared up that two of my friends can't, so...
0: I mean, that's we've... not a representative sample of humanity, though. I mean, I bet, like, there's definitely, like, someone... Firstly, you've got two things that aren't constants in that equation. You've got two things that are variables, like the strength of the person's chest. So mm-hmm. like you couldn't do it to the person you were doing, but if you found someone with brittle weak, bones, yeah. Like someone had like had, had osteo- yeah, osteoporosis or something. Yeah. You could like an old lady or just someone yeah, like, like it, an, I should I should have got an old lady. We should have done it in
1: an old folks home like right. you, you are
0: correct. Or the vice versa, like someone really strong like could, you know, or yeah. the combination of the two, like either way. I, I reckon My yeah. point is, you learnt that you couldn't
1: do it. Yes, and
0: now you don't know. what Are time you telling it me is. that
1: you reckon you could? You could, if you were to slap an old woman's chest, you could break her sternum. Are you confident? I mean, how yeah. far do you think you could kick a baby?
0: I mean, uh, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an experiment. That's all I'm. That's all worth asking. Yeah. How? How? Okay, I'm going to ask you a doozy after this, by the way. <laughs> uh, we may have talked about it before because it's one of my favorite hypothetical topics, but we'll get on to it. If uh, there were a baby kicking event where the kicking of babies was sanctioned and whatever, yeah, not that far. No. I mean, well, I have bad hips oh. and I don't really do anything other than shuffle around for exercise. So I think... <laughs> I would hold myself back for a start like because I'd be worried about popping a
1: hamstring or something like that I'd be sore <laughs> I love how your day. concern is for you and not the baby we've already I'm the same I've, in this I'm just not in the this scenario kids. it's like the hunger games or whatever yeah, I, I imagine it. this is three weeks after Trump I'm 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm You've got, you've got to. That's how they tell if the wall's high enough. If you right. can kick a, baby, can kick over a it, baby over a it, it needs to be higher. Yeah, we need I, to build the wall higher. And I get that job because they've heard <laughs> that it's like
0: much like in the NFL, they get Australian punters because we grow up kicking the ball in the way that's helpful to that.
1: Yeah, it's also the best method to kick a baby over a wall to find it because that's how Trump plans to stop immigration. It's the wall, but then also he doesn't want baby Mexicans. All Mexicans are wow. bad. They're, and they're that be the worst next- kind because they're going to spend all the time there. And all grow the time. Up there. You yeah. won't even know they're they're Mexican.
0: Because they will have grown up in America yeah. So for all intents and purposes, purposes. They're, Americans, they're Americans But they look like Mexicans yeah, And that's the problem that's the And they're problem.
1: literally sucking on the teeth The second they're kicked over that wall I mean probably working to be honest oh, Like yeah, actually Straight away
0: I've been over there They're not the ones who have the bad work ethic <laughs> <laughs> I would say kick a few American babies back over <laughs> the wall That's, yeah, that's your solution
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah, maybe the baby
0: will have a job by the end of the week. The baby will be babysitting other babies. (laughs) It'll be a baby babysitter,
1: a little Mexican baby babysitter. I'm surprised that's not a Eddie Murphy film. The baby baby babysitter babysitter. is right now.
0: (laughs) Whenever you say something like that, Eddie Murphy
1: makes a film. Yeah, or Kevin Hart. It's him and Kevin Hart are both fighting over the script for Baby Babysitter, where one or the Wayan brothers. Or Adam Sandler! To be oh, honest. Adam Sandler! Yeah, one of his director Netflix jobs. Or Jim Carrey. Rob Schneider is oh, the baby, baby. Of S- course, yeah. it's Rob. It is and Rob it's a Schneider. It's little Rob Schneider. It is Rob Schneider. Yeah, it definitely is Rob Schneider. Now that you see it, this we've just had the casting meeting. Like, that's the scriptwriter's run. Who do you see it for this role? I
0: mean, this is like how I imagine Adam Sandler does it. and then. But the only difference is, at the end of his conversation that goes that long, someone comes in and gives him a massive check. Yes.
1: and But get hands over via fart noise. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, this has been a hilarious this thing right, where I became a millionaire. Yeah, brilliant. Again,
0: <laughs> everyone gets a Maserati. Yay. <laughs> okay, here's my baby thought experiment. Right. So... Uh, what if you discovered one day that you could cure any known human disease uh, with the semen that uh, with your semen? Right? Oh, okay. so the cure to. Like any kind of disease. I've actually told women this already, so there's, yeah, I'm used okay. to this. So, But you haven't thought through the full ethical and theological implications of what you've discovered. So no, they're discovered no. through
1: something. I was just using it to turn that phone upside down. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that's what you call 60 Nights. <laughs> <All> right, so. <laughs> <laughs> come on baby like, yeah. But that suggests that while they're, while they're kissing me They're frowning Which it does happen But it's kissing me frowning I'm like come on baby Let's turn that frown upside down But that you're That's so much
0: nicer <laughs> than the version I had in my head yeah. Where the vagina was the frown And oh. you
1: wanted to turn it upside down
0: oh. So you were Turning the smile, like you're
1: smiling, literally turning. Yeah, that's but what it's just it's a, it's a, well in both of those positions, it's always a sideways smile. It's like a stroke victim smile. Yeah, it's a good point. It's not as catchy though. So, um,
0: <laughs> would you like to turn that frown Sli- slightly 90, sideways? Yeah, ninety and,
1: degrees to the left.
0: Yeah, strokey, a little strokey. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, okay, so. You discover that you threw something. I've got magical cum. Your uh, balls are bitten by a radioactive spider.
1: Oh dear! Okay. And
0: is there t- swelling? And it yeah, initially. Oh, but, but if- it turns out that it's just full of baby
1: spiders. Oh, and so they all shoot out one They're day they genuinely the guarantee the moment you said that there were at least 30% of people at the thought of ejaculating spiders genuinely went uh, uh, uh. there are people that are that sc- I mean, I'm a bit freaked out by spiders but right. not, uh, I can handle them but I know people that are so scared that even if you just mention the thought oh, of ejaculating spi- yeah, spiders just like you're going down on a guy right. and he comes and you're going to aim it all over your face right. and then just loads oh, of sp- spiders yeah there are people at home genuinely freaking, going ah! imagine that them coming out of your eyes imagine right. spiders just crawling their way I really like doing like this like spider tears like, like spider when tears. you cried
0: yeah like cried really, man yeah cried <laughs> <laughs> little baby spiders come out that's the only side effect not everyone gets superpowers yeah oh good for you Parker turns out I
1: I just cry spiders I
0: got bitten by like a spider that hadn't been working out so much a depressed
1: spider just a really emotional spider
0: going through a bad time not clinically depressed but definitely depressed yeah yeah going through a phase Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you discover one day that you have this uh, super sperm that can cure all known diseases so Mm -hmm. my question to you is what, what do you now do? Do you feel like you have an ethical obligation? Oh, I haven't mentioned the most important part. You can only cure the person by fucking it into them.
1: Oh, dear. so you
0: can't just like, put I- it in like a, so what do you do? I w- do you keep going with your career and just do it on the side? Is, does it become your full-time business? Do you feel like you owe to humanity? I- Scientists can do tests on you to see if they can find a way to turn it into a vaccine or something like that. What What do you do? How do you use this power that you now have? Oh, I wouldn't. I would
1: not tell anyone. Anyone. Not tell anyone. No. Absolutely. No. Do you, not, you don't
0: find that selfish, where you
1: could be curing. Diseases, that's what you'll hear. Oh no, but what I will do is like I'll I'll wank into an envelope or something Mm. and then send it to you know NASA. Yeah, but that doesn't work. Uh, well, fine, I'll put it in a vial and then into a. I'll just, I would give them it and be like, look, this cures all diseases. They're gonna really think that's a prank, but when
0: they see it, it's just come because the the bit that makes it the magic happen is
1: you. Yeah, no, see, I I, I just, uh, otherwise. Look, the second I fuck someone's cancer out of them... Right. Everyone's going to want me to fuck the cancer out of them. And I just... You know what? I didn't ask for this power. I also don't really know how I, you know, discovered it. Probably in a really nice sort of way. But I just think it would be too much pressure. And then I would be literally be whoring myself out. Because, of course, I'm not... Like, I, I would... I would. I think I would cave into everything. Like I feel like you. Bedroom, I feel like yeah. you
0: initially
1: discovered it during a make a wish uh, situation. There so, was so there's a make a wish situation, and I'm just like, they wanted to meet you. Oh, and I'm just masturbating. They're like, no, no, no. What are you? No, Jesus.
0: no, no. It was somebody who whose last wish was to um, come to one of your concerts, and they would, but they just turned eighteen. And uh, they went backstage and you guys met. Hey, and they would, have, they would and she, have to be like 21, 22. I'm not... I don't go lower than I don't that. i do not a monster. A, I don't know how long you people make a wish. Let's say Oh, she's, yeah. That's a good right. point. So let's just say she's legal. But like, you know, but you're backstage and you hit it off and she says, hey, this is my last week here on earth. And the thing that would make me happiest of all is if we could go home together tonight. And it's my... Yeah, that's my real make-a-wish. It's to And you find her really, really attractive, and then you guys go home, you have sex, and uh, she's cured. And then she becomes a real pain in the ass. Oh, Won't like, stop she's calling, really clingy. <laughs> well, I mean, if you cure someone of a deadly illness,
1: it does tend to bond you to them. Oh, yeah, they're going to send me cards every right. birthday. Uh, I mean, it's a real bold leap for her to assume that it was me fucking her. That She's just like, you cu-, all the doctors, just beside her being like... Really, it wasn't any of the chemo we were doing. It's got to be Sloss's magical. No,
0: because she's gone into the doctors the day before and they've said there's nothing we can do here or all the tests. Mm. And then the next day, but, she's feeling great when she wakes up and she goes back in again and they're going, Everything is cleared up. They said, What did you do? She's like, Well, well I got like, last. I saw you. Yeah, last night, I last just took night. a
1: hefty dose of Sloss cock porridge. Yes. Right to the insides. 20 cc's of mango. Yeah. Into my cavern.
0: I mean, she has a way of describing things. That she's is...
1: look. She spent five minutes with me. She's got a party right. mouth now. Yeah, she <laughs> I mean, picked a lot of things. Yeah, up. I bring out the worst in people, but fuck the best into them. Okay. <laughs> that would be your card. I reckon you'd do
0: it on tally I reckon you can. You do a celebrity version of it. This just sounds like I'm the guy from uh, Green Mile. Mm. Like you are, but more sexual.
1: Oh, he was a. Yeah, is he dead? The guy from the Green yeah. Mile, yeah, not in the movie. In real life, I know he's dead in the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, spoilers. Yeah,
0: we're gonna. And up. also, if
1: he's dead in real life, spoilers as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe you hadn't caught up to that in the news.
0: I think he was dead. I think he's dead in real life. I remember him. Uh, otherwise, he's showbiz dead. And what's uh, worse, guys? Right? Yeah, what's, what's worse? Yeah.
1: What well, is worse? Anyway, uh, so Heston Blumenthal, that's what I was going to tell you about. Oh, but to answer your question, oh, I would. No, yes. I want to know. Go no, tell me. Come on. I don't think I would. I, because, like. What if my mum or my dad or my brothers, I just. This is where this gets interesting. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just. I'm not right. going to fuck them. Why? Because you hate them and you want them to die? <laughs> <laughs> no, because. Because I, if, after I cure them, I'm never going to be able to speak to them ever again. Like they're dead either way. They will love they're, you. They're because dead. You, no. I, they're dead either way. They, they will love you because you saved their life. I just, not, I, even think even my brothers would be like even at Matthew's fifty, he's like fucking. But I'll die. Let's not. Let, I'll just. I'll take the death. I'll take it on the chin. No, no, not in that way. I mean, I'll take the death on the chin. Right. Stop masturbating, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, mom. Mummy's in my room again. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves you. He wants you to live. I just want you to no. live. God damn it! You yell out. Oh God! I mean, what would your comp be- noise be like as well? Like, just—it's uh, too it much. Sound like an ambulance. Don't get me wrong. I would, you know. Hmm. Here we go. Now he's I, more interested. Now not, he's thinking about it a little bit. Well, more. because now I'm a piece of shit because I'm not going to fight my family. But if like right. a beautiful woman were to come up and be like, right. I've got you know. I've got the a flu. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't get that job yesterday. Oh, I got the antidote. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Is that I'm... technically even a disease? What? They... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> come on. You know what it is negativity. negativity? Let's turn that frown upside down. I've got the. <laughs> Yeah, here's why I would want it, because I would turn, turn into a piece of Let's turn those sideways
0: sideways. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had a crack, though. No. It was, it was all crap. right. If I'd, if I'd gone with enough confidence.
1: Yeah, it was the, the fact that you were like, sideways. <laughs> uh, I would hate it, because I would find out what a piece of shit, and I, in my head I'm like, yeah, I'd do the right thing. I wouldn't. I know no. what I'm like. Eventually
0: would... you do it for money, right? Because, like, there's got to be, like, plenty of rich people out there who are, like, you know. Yeah. Like. Steve Jobs. What if Steve Jobs had come to you? Well, no. Do you know what's killed Steve Jobs? Yeah, him not believing in science. Yeah, stupidity. So he would believe in the sort of thing of like a guy fucking I Believe you, he, would. You. he would. He would absolutely believe r- in my ironically, magic. Ironically, this is right up Steve Jobs' alley. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which is where I would be firing
1: it. Yes, exactly. That was the point I made when I said ironically. But uh, anyway. I see. No, uh, hold no. on. I'll explain all your <laughs> jokes. I've not seen Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bags yeah. Oh dear. Uh, wait, can't, hold, here's one. He's right killed Steve Jobs. That's what you were gonna say. Oh, no. No. I know. Would I? How about that? Does my come cure Stephen Hawking? Yep. Does uh, it? Yeah. All right. Uh, Why not? Yep. Yeah. Uh, sure. That what Ooh. an in, look. I fucked the life back into him. Right. But then I also just feel like it would really ruin my comedy career. Like, that's why I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to be known for this because I really love doing stand up. And I would get more famous and I'd be doing like the theatre gigs, you know, 3,000 seats wherever I go. But I know half the audience yeah. is there just because fucking granny's Cause got an old no bit them. of titty cancer. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I just think it's people being like, oh, I love my dog so much. Please go, like, you know. My. Oh, I didn't even think about animals. Oh, people love their dogs. Yeah, that's, love a their, good point. that's a good half, point. Half of the prayers that go yeah. to Jesus are all about their fucking pets. Yeah, that's a, That's actually a really good point. And I'm not I'm not fucking your dog. I don't care how much you love it. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I, Do you not think you would get some good comedy out of it?
0: From fucking a dog I mean From all of this
1: like, uh, I mean I mean it'd be good for material right? It would be very good for material But I just don't think People would take my show seriously They would just be looking At my magical dick I mean It's not It doesn't change in I mean Okay hold on Is it like If okay. I Let's say I Tell use the, If I get someone pregnant uh-huh. Do my children My male children Have this power Or if I even Do my gar- do my little girls Do they have Magical curing vaginas Yes, let's say they do. This See, is interesting. Th- that's what I would
0: it... so you'd yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, I would uh, I would just raise an army. Of uh, oh, here, here we go. Hang on, I eugenics. Say, yeah, is what you're talking about oh, of, oh yeah, yeah, of, of disease of, curing babies, and right. just because you know what, I've tasted a normal life, they haven't. So, let's if you just bring them into the <laughs> 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 no, no, fuck it, I'm sticking with it, right? You know what, they're too good, so they're selfish. Am uh, I selfish? No, no, I made a bunch of them, right? Yeah, I did my part for humanity, right, do, now yeah. it's their turn. Ronald doesn't have to run every McDonald's, you know. Look, I would, I'm not saying you fuck them as babies, no. obviously, we let them get to 18 yeah. and I would let it be their choice but I would make it very clear from a young age I'm like look you need to spend the name yeah. because it was just sprung on me well I only you found know out. like the royals you you uh,
0: kind yeah. of you know what you do is you, you this is
1: the life yeah. that you're gonna have like you are raised to be yeah. that sort of person. and if any of you get a girlfriend I don't like I'm gonna kill her in a car crash Much like I'm going to get him murdered in a car crash. Okay, well that's I mean yeah, story checks out.
0: (laughs) Would you use your magic magical? I mean, it's an interesting question, isn't it? I think uh, yes, I think that I would. Uh, But then it gets so complicated about how you would assign that. Like, I think it's like he's. I always think this about Superman, right? If Superman really. Like, gave a shit? Like, not just the modern one who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But the actual Superman who we originally thought gave a shit. Yeah. Why is he working at the Daily Planet? Yeah. Because shouldn't he, like, even if... It he just, should just
1: be doing that all the time. Just, in a, like, it's a full-time fucking job. Well, have you read... Uh, being Superman, read, Have you right? read Red Sun? Yeah. So that's that. Right. You know, but that's because, your- he, because he's in Russia and he's more efficient. Yeah. Than but, the lazy American Superman. But that's but that's what
0: Superman should be. And yeah. I, I sometimes I think we're not judging enough about the fact that Superman is like
1: going to another job as well. Yeah. And going like on dates. The day. Oh Tuesday's date night. There's a fucking there's three wars going on, can't, right? Wind it in. It would take you about two weeks to sort out all of these wars. Do that and then you can Netflix and chill, okay? It's like the scene in the mod- in the,
0: the, the modern one, the Batman versus Superman uh movie. Uh, where him and Lois have that bath together. Yeah. And I'm like, if oh. you're really worried about repairing your reputation, just take that extra, you know, however many minutes that's going to be also, and save
1: some lives. And also, how trustworthy is Lois Lane? Like, she sees laser shot out of his eyes and, like, how powerful he is. Like, yeah, there was no condom there. Or even, the, like, she's taken oh, a load to the inside. Yeah. That Who knows how fast that thing comes out? I mean ironically is that that his only orifice where something magical doesn't happen he's got laser eyes he's got ice breath you're telling me that you just trust that his dick is a human dick yeah in fact it's the work it, it has the op- the
0: sun has the op- opposite effect on his genitals. Oh, It's just the opposite of Viagra. Yeah. It's just this little wee-wee-wee. it's really that's she's like yeah well he might be a superman yeah. but he's not like I a- tell you what he's
1: not a superman if you know what I mean. Well I You're- mean have you seen the tights? I mean <laughs> yeah. come on. He's not tucking. Yeah, he's not tucking a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so a good point, yeah. But, you know, I'll well, I, I tell you what, look, mean, you know, man of steel only applies when he's fighting crime. Let me tell you that for a beginning, Jesus. Sure. And I will say, you faster than a speedy bullet, bullet. you telling me? Yeah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> says, Is it a bird? Well, it looks like a bird's one bird if you. Yeah. like some sort of little swallow, which I don't, by the way. Look, what did <laughs> once took out the back of my neck? <laughs> Just crippled from the neck, Tom. Maybe he wears a kryptonite condom oh but that would just make his dick smile that would just well that would surely but that's what make, I mean like yeah. if, if
0: if if he has a super dick maybe he has like a kryptonite condom
1: that they just put on or she has like a you know a kryptonite diaphragm or something do you reckon he's do you reckon he's used that chat up to he's been like you're, you're my kryptonite and she's like no well kryptonite's your fucking kryptonite yeah yeah to be honest yeah yeah don't patronise me yeah and also what you <laughs> I'm say, a working what you, woman yeah you're saying that when I'm with you you choke oh <laughs> It's technically not a compliment. Either. And also, to be honest, why are you going to work? Yeah, buddy.
0: Like, have you seen what's going on in Syria? And is it not good enough I can have my thing? Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to try? Why to- did you have to... Mo- I don't mosey in on your supering.
1: Yeah. I let you do what you do. Let you know me what? do me. You super your super and I'll fucking write the articles. Yeah. Like, can we have a... Yeah, about you. Come on. That's how you can help me. Go do right. more. Right? Do more. Create but some But then again, like, if he solves all the world's problems, what the fuck is she going to write about? She's going to be writing BuzzFeed articles before you know it.
0: Mate, here's the thing I know about humanity. Once we solve our problems, we will create worst problems
1: (laughs) yeah it is the history of
0: our civilization is every step we take forward it gives us a giant opportunity to to create and fuck something (laughs) else up did you see we're about to well according to the bloody scientists who we all know are paid off by whoever we're meant to believe they're paid off by to say this sort of shit but we're about to pass the uh point of no return essentially And what the planet
1: Oh, like <laughs> environmental wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've. Look, I've said, like it's literally now-ish.
0: Yeah. When it, not- it may be before or after I post this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I spoke to my mom about it recently. Spoilers. It's over. Yeah. We've we've re- yeah. My, or, I asked my mom. Or brain, invent good things quickly. Yeah. Well, that's that's the, her being a mother and trying yes. to obviously she doesn't want to give her son no hope. She was like you know what, it's now relying on technology Technology. that hopefully we can invent something that takes it away. But if we don't... I mean, we'll be fine, but my grandchildren are just going to be fucking crispy bacon by the time they're four years old. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what we're doing. Anyway, let's have a pause. (laughs) (laughs) What conspiracy theory? What should we go ahead and learn about chemtrails? (laughs) Fucking chemtrails. (laughs) Uh...
0: I did love a conspiracy theory, though. Do you believe I, in the Princess Diana one? I don't believe in... Oh, uh, the, the, the royal family killed Princess Diana. Yeah. Or I, that there was anything dodgy about it. I don't it. think I believe in pretty much any of them, but I love them. Yeah, yeah I, I love think that's them. I think that's what I love. I don't think that at the end of any of them, I'm particularly convinced that any of them are true. Do you know the Pixar conspiracy theory? Oh, uh, that... It, no, I don't. Tell me.
1: Oh, well, I'll do... Well, I'll do oh, it okay, we'll the, have a break. Well, and we'll, well come
0: okay. back with the Pixar conspiracy theory after these messages and we're back to those people at home that took a second yeah but to us it was actually a substantial break we had quite a good yeah. little break
1: today we're lovely little one yeah nice
0: uh, i'd like a break in the middle of the
1: podcast yeah we do tend to have a lot i've noticed in our ones if you go back i don't know how many breaks you have with other guests but we average about three or four an episode Well, it depends how much pot those guests smoke. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. So are you suggesting that maybe... I'm not saying
0: anything. I'm just saying it depends on that. It doesn't mean that what happens in the breaks is anyway. uh, You you have uh, confused uh, correlation with causation.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) and other things. Uh, You were going to tell us
1: uh, something when we went to a break. The Pixar conspiracy. Oh, yeah. What's
0: the Pixar conspiracy?
1: The Pixar conspiracy theory is that they are all set in the same... Oh, the same universe. Same universe and the same uh, time. Like, it's just a timeline. Like, all can be put on timelines. So you've got uh, the star, they think, is um, brave. uh, And there's the witch with her wooden things. If you look back at that episode uh, of that movie, Brave, there's a sculpture of Sally made out of wood. Right. And she's the one she can turn wood into sort of magic and she keeps disappearing. And then it goes into sort of normal times toy stories and that's when inanimate an objects start becoming animate. And then there is all sort of wally uh, and stuff, when we have to leave Earth, and that's why there's only cars left, and cars and planes, and why well, you never see any people there. And as it goes on, uh, Farther then goes into Bug's life, and that's evolution starting again, and eventually it uh, goes all the way up. I think it's to sort of uh, Monsters, Monsters, Inc. is sort of in the sort of middle somewhere, but the theory is that the witch from Brave is Boo, from Monsters, Inc. Right? That's why she can keep Disappear. That's why she's magical. which. But it's all set, and she's trying to get back to Sully. It's a great... I'll send you the link, and you can tweet it. But it's a fascinating one, and it's... I mean,
0: I love those sort of things. Like, to me, you've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> you've actually seen Star Wars, but you've not seen Star Wars for the purpose of... For comedic purposes. Yes. Um, uh, there was a fan theory that in the first three Star Wars films, uh, well, the... The second lot of three films, but chron- chronologically, yeah. the the first three films that the villain was actually meant to be Jar, Jar Binks, and that it was kind of like a long con. And this person has written this theory on why because like, he's,
1: nobody could be that much of a bumbling idiot,
0: right? And solve all these things. Thank you, my love. That is very nice of you. Thank
1: you. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, thank you. What is happening, right thank now, you. listeners? Um, is uh, Amy has brought Will a pile of vegetarian you, mush, that, as you heard her say. Is it's vegetarian, so it probably needs salt. Because if there is a, ever a fucking model for vegetarians, it's do you have salt? Because I eat all this bland beans. That's what, my nightmare of a meal right there. What's wrong with salt? I nothing. Nothing. I, You know. It's, in it's the, delicious. If it's good enough for the sea, it's good enough for me. Because it's what people love on a podcast too.
0: People eating. Yeah. So. I am going to be eating. A oh, bit. I'll do the talking. Yeah, say something. Let's really talk about me.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, the theory is that Jar Jar Binks is uh, nobody could be that fucking useless, pointless, and stupid. Surely, surely, George Lucas is not that much of an idiot that he would let this go all the way through. And uh, but he does some things that are very Jedi-like. Uh, if you go back and watch, he's able to jump ridiculously high heights. He's able to make people... It's the idea of the... He even fights, they've said, in like the drunken Shaolin monking style. The Shaolin monks have a way of fighting right. called drunken, which is you look the Shio- like... The Shaolin drunks. The Shaolin drunks. Yeah, invented they- by the Shaolin drunks. <laughs> yeah, the yeah yeah they're, they're the funner ones. You prefer hanging out with them. Not in the mornings. They're oh. certainly not as early to rise as the other monks. That- that's why they enjoy the other monks, because they take a bow of silence. Yeah.
0: And it's good for a hangover. Yeah mm <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a good, that's a good place to <laughs> sleep. off a hangover,
1: a monastery. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just wake, wake up to everyone humming. It's, oh, it's gentle. Oh. That's a nice one. You know? Yeah, you know, you're right. Today I should really look for inner peace. But he fights like a drunken monk, which is that you look off balance and then you use the random throws of weight. to. Right, that's a good theory. It's a very good theory. And But what that is, is that is a Star Wars fan stretching. That is a Star Wars fan being like, surely, surely it's not this fucking terrible. There must be a deeper... Please don't make this... Period. I know, but that's a better theory. It so is a better theory. I can now imagine
0: that movie in my mind, mm-hmm. and that's a better Star Wars movie than any the ones I've
1: seen. Ooh, well, my, I, my dad's theory, after the first two seasons of Lost, was f- okay. better than my... What, what, what I personally think... What was, was your dad's theory? Dad's theory was uh, that they were all in a uh, mental home. Uh, that they were all... Because if you look at all their backstories, they all, right. uh, there's always one point where all of them could easily just have a breakdown. You know, Jack's the... Uh, the surgeon, uh, Charlie does the fucking drugs all the time in each one. And uh, that's what links them up. They're all just in their own sort of little universe. But that's why in all their backstories, they always cross paths. And even in their backstories before, they're to the island. And, uh, you know, John Locke's the one that, you know, he's seeing patterns. And him and Harley, I think it was the theories, maybe Harley is one of the workers there. That's why he's... No, I can't remember the full because it's been so long since I watched it but after season two my dad going here's my theory I'm like oh fucking yeah that's like if this is the show this is this is great and I personally would have preferred it to the actual ending well that's the thing
0: like I mean you can't have all those things people now have those characters and they can make up their own stories in the same way as kids when they play Batman versus Superman aren't going to reenact the movie Batman versus Superman mm. they will use their own imaginations with what they know of those characters to create their own universe and yeah. play their own game.
1: And it might be
0: as good as Batman v Superman. There's uh, a very it, good chance. It will be... I mean, there's no way they will have that many instant civilians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it's just with all the little dolls and stuff,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, what well, soldiers or any of those things. You're not recreating actual battles.
1: You're using your imagination with pre... I used to have like 40 of the uh, WWF back when it was WWF. Uh-huh. F- f- the World f- Wild- f- Wildlife Fund? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just pandas. Koalas, pandas. Pandas v. koalas. The ultimate showdown. Who was the ultimate bear right. when we stripped them down to the bear necessities? And would, f- would a lion beat a tiger? Would a lion beat a tiger? I reckon so. I don't
0: know. I reckon a tiger wants it more. Yeah, I reckon the like the lion's been king of the jungle for so long, he's kind of got like old and sloppy. Whereas, like the tiger, I feel like the tiger's on the way up. You know yeah. what I mean? The tiger's like, you know what? Fuck you, lion! I am king of the fucking jungle.
1: You didn't kill Siegfried and Roy? Yeah, fuck, yeah, f- yeah. And or okay, Roy. I come. I am not sure which one, but either yeah. I come in white. The only uh, lion that comes in white. Have you seen the um, the Down syndrome lion? Gimba, the white lion. No, there's a Down syndrome. It's the one, the, Down syndrome it's one line? of the only times in uh, recorded history that an animal has been uh, found with Down syndrome. It's in China.
0: I mean, is it? Oh, is this a real thing? Allow or me to show like you. Like no, a, no. Allow me to show you the picture. Or is this like an internet thing?
1: No, 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 no. There's many, many articles on the Down syndrome line. <laughs> uh, that's not it. Oh, it's, sorry, it's a Down syndrome tiger. See, uh, see. Look at you. You're racist. Here you're animalist. Is. You can swipe through the images.
0: Oh. oh, look at that. Kenny. Yeah. Or the slow leopard. I like it. Oh, I'm all right with that. Adorable. Lovable. He is adorable. Yeah, you know, man. What a love. Very hypersexual people with Down's syndrome, I believe. Hypersexual? So, yeah. What does I that mean? Well, um, uh, like horny, I believe. Can, oh. Well, can be. I'm, I'm not going to talk for every Down's That's, syndrome mm-hmm. person. But, yeah, I, I did... Um, I used to have a routine in, in my act and it was interesting because it was about something that happened. I went to, oh, I'll tell you the story if you'd like, but, um, go ahead. Uh, when I was at university, uh, I had a girlfriend whose brother had Down's syndrome and, um, at the, the school he went to was a specifically for Down syndrome people school and, or he was involved in some, I don't know if it was a whole school or for anyone. Anyway, I can't quite remember the detail of that, but, um, Every year they would have this uh, Rocker Stedford, which is like a, um, a Rocker Stedford's kind of like a high school musical sort of thing, like
1: Glee. Sort uh, of okay. Stuff. Or high school musical. Or, or high school musical. <laughs> but <laughs> there was a closer reach than the one you went for. <laughs> you know. Like a high school musical. Like, school like musical, you know, Glee. Like glee. <laughs> a Gleeful high school musical. Like that movie, Glee. Uh, Grease. Greece. A high school musical, like yeah. Greece. <laughs> you know, the most common and most readily known high school musical, Greece.
0: You know, it's like that movie about the police academy. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> so, uh, it's like a- that movie about snakes on a plane. Air Force One. (laughs) Oh, satire. Oh, take that government. Hashtag left wing. It was like that. (laughs) (laughs) Movie about
0: spending the weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) Bernie Sanders, the great American dream. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> Whatever. You get the point I'm making. You get it. Yeah. You, 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 guys, get guy you guys have worked I'm out eating. the formula of the joke. Yeah. Now, do this, own yeah, own. homework. Homework. Yeah. Come back to next week's podcast mm. uh, with your own version of... Hey, we could make it a hashtag. Fuck it. We're, 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 if we're Who we says we alive, can't do what
0: Last Week Tonight does? I mean, we could, but not to the same numbers.
1: It's, it's like that movie, and then give us a title of a movie, and then something that it's actually about. Yeah. At Midnight. <laughs> are you angry because you haven't been on that show still
0: I still haven't been on that show have you been on I've been on the show I'm not I'm not really angry Um, just disappointed (laughs) no I have no expectations like uh, you know it's like one of those things where I'm like the only thing and it doesn't really cross my mind until you talk to me about this so I don't want to overplay it But um, the only thing that makes me weep into my pillow, no, (laughs) is that I know that I've had friends recommend me for it. The Scholars uh, said that they had, like, yeah, said that I'd be good on it. And Jen Kirkman said that she'd passed on that I'd be good at it. And uh, I know I've been pitched for it and Mm. they are not interested in me. And you know, the thing is, it's also the exact sort of show that I have done nothing but shows like that all my fucking career so it is probably something that I would be okay at I did Chelsea's show like a bunch of times it's the same fucking thing you know what I mean but anyway they're not ringing so (laughs) get out and see if I care
1: see these cheeks they're dry you know I hadn't thought about it until now but now yeah Yeah. I am a little (laughs) and that's our other hashtag get well on at midnight yeah no
0: don't beg I don't like to beg but please contact comedy clubs in your area (laughs) (laughs) let them know uh, so uh, what else
1: I, uh, we were we were actually on a topic before what were we talking about oh I got, god I, I, I we were talking food. about there was something else about before we were even with my magical jazz there was something even before that Hester Blue Heston Blue, Heston Blue there it is
0: so uh, he's for people who don't know but I think a lot of people know he had the number one
1: mm-hmm. rated restaurant in the world for a long time called the Fat Duck Yep.
0: Uh in the UK and he is famous, most famous. Which for- the only reason
1: it was called the Fat Duck was because he was actually in iMessage and he was he was he was texting what should it be called? And he was hung over and I autocorrected. Or originally was meant to be called Fat Fuck. Fat fuck. Yeah. Just to get all the fat fucks to come in. I mean and he- all well, of his that stupid foot. To be honest, that is your prime audience for a restaurant. Yeah it is. Hey, welcome to fat fucks. So Are you a fat fuck? Yeah, I'm a fat fuck.
0: Right. Yeah. Come on in. Come on in.
1: Sit
0: down. No, I mean that is. I mean, again, no offense to fat fucks. No,
1: if there's any fat fucks listening,
0: but that is your prime audience. Yeah, in the same way as like people who love to laugh a lot are your prime audience for comedy. Comedy, yeah. Like, I mean, it makes complete sense. That's who you want. You want hungry people at a restaurant. Yeah, that's what I call stoners. Yeah, stoners. You want
1: stoners at your restaurant? Is there not a stoner uh, specifically stoner restaurant in Sydney? Like a late night place. I've heard... You know what? We I, we, we saw a picture,
0: because we went to dinner last night before we saw a comedy show, and uh, we went to a, like a groovy new restaurant, like mm. one of those places that doesn't look like a restaurant, that's actually a restaurant. Oh. Uh So...
1: And you went into someone's kitchen and just started cooking. We
0: went in, uh, that's what we thought it was. It turns out it was just someone's kitchen. We thought it was a pop-up. We were like, this, yeah, is, this is adorable. This is what are you doing right. in
1: my house? What a niche oh, name for a restaurant. Oh, oh this is adorable. God. I love how the old man's yelling at yeah. us. Yeah, and also the fact, like, the kids are the wares. It's adorable. This it's adorable. Really they adorable. are all terrified. No, no,
0: no, no. You're meant to eat it
1: off their plates. That's, yeah. that's how this restaurant works. You've got Yeah, it's like it gives you the, the feeling of being a parent in that you eat food off a crying child's plate. Right. I love this place. This Just is so really, neat. No, this is so hot. I love this. so hot right now. Do you, you guys take uh,
0: PayPal? Bitcoin? <laughs> you guys got Bitcoin? Bitcoin? You got Bitcoin? You got a Bitcoin machine?
1: Oh, that, the restaurant that does take Bitcoins is genuinely for fat folks because that's for people that excessively use the internet.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I, I will tell you this about... Uh, uh, your uh, groovy restaurant with your mar- there's one with a marijuana leaf on its wall, so maybe that's a Stoner restaurant because mm. I like, we saw a picture of this new Sydney restaurant that had a big giant marijuana leaf on. So I'm going to say maybe yeah. that's a Stoner place. Yeah. So it has some blue Oh, so Amy went to a party last Saturday night, and so he was I- there. I've got home from um, uh, being on tour, and uh, we were going to spend the night together, but she's been here by herself. You know, while I'm away. And she got invited to a party and I got invited as well, but I was just tired.
1: You'd come back from tour. Yeah. And like want to be in
0: my own bed. Well, I talked to you two days before and in between that, like I talked all day and then I'd gone to prison and then I'd done my show that night. And because it was the last show of the entire tour, my body had done that thing that sometimes your body does like those marathon runners who the minute they get across the line, they just collapse. (laughs) Yeah. My body just did that for 24 hours. I was going to hang out with you on Friday night and I just completely lost my voice. I couldn't talk at all. And, yeah, 24 hours later, I was fine once I'd had some rest. But, like, there was yeah, just yeah. a moment where...
1: Your body just goes into that, like, standby
0: yeah. mode of just, like, sleep mode. Sleep I'm done to- now. Yeah, need to- yeah. You've-,
1: you've let the battery go down all the... i let you finish and save your Word document. But- you know
0: how you've been doing this for two and a half months? Yeah, this is now we're going to take a little... Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to come home. I'm just going to... And so she's like, do you mind if I go to this party? I'm like, I'm like oh, go to the party. You know, have a, go- go and have a good time. Um, I'm going to lay on the couch, watch football and just, like, go to sleep. You know, that's, that's my night. I'm happy with that. Uh, so at this party, Hester Blumenthal. Heston, Heston. Heston. Heston Blumenthal. Not Hester. His Heston. brother. He's he's a cover band. Hester Blumenthal. <laughs> Hester Blumenthal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this Hester Blumenthal's? Oh, yeah,
1: this is Hester's. It's, place. Yeah, it's a jazz yeah, button. Yeah.
0: Hester and the Blue. Hester Menthols. and the Blue Menthols. <laughs> yeah, we're Hester, we're Hester and the Blue Menthols.
1: <laughs> we, uh, we've got such songs as. Can't think of one, so now it's a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've worked big comedian is. If I can't work on the punchline, put it on Twitter. Some funny fun, I'll get back to you. So uh,
0: he was d- doing experiments with like, you know, he was doing very Heston Blumenthal things. So like getting them to drink wine. But at the same time that he was, they were drinking the wine, he would like scrape like a knife on the top of the glasses to make a noise that like brings out something when you're drinking wine. And apparently there's a hand that you drink, Meant to, you've got a soft hand. And apparently, you meant it tastes wine tastes different if you drink it out of your soft hand, uh, is, wait, is as your, opposed to your,
1: is, is it your wanking hand?
0: I mean, I don't know. I imagine that'd be your hard hand. Oh, with all the calluses! How hard are you masturbating? I mean, just I mean, but just through workout, the extra workout, it's going to be more muscular. Whereas your other hand, you're not like like they say about people who don't work outdoors. You have soft hands, so clearly mm.
1: the hand you work least with would because be your that's softest you, hand. Yeah, because that's you, and also you're working indoors if you're masturbating. If what? you're doing it right, if you're doing if you're doing it outside, come Wait, on, let's, let's not judge people who masturbate outside. You know what? No, what? no I will. Why? You no, know, because Why? You, you have to judge. If you're masturbating Why? indoors, because it suggests you're doing it somewhere you shouldn't be. No, it doesn't.
0: Yes, it does. Indoors might suggest that more. You're just got the luxury of working by yourself a lot. But most people who work indoors work in an office or a communal space. So doing it indoors would be offensive. Whereas like a lot of people who work outdoors, like farmers or whatever, the cows don't mind. You just like you, a, no, a I. You the can't masturbate nature.
1: into a field. Why, why not? You can't sow your own seeds while you sow your own seeds. You can because agree. that's why, what. Wouldn't you do it just for that purpose? You, well, I'm glad that you've I am
0: sowing my <laughs> seeds. <seat." laughs> like you do it just plowing for the that land.
1: Point. I mean, literally plowing the <laughs> land. If you wanted to, no one's going to see it. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm against. I don't agree with masturbation outside. Um, why? Because explain to me logically why. Because really, why? I just have a gut instinct. Be- walk right. me through it, like for, an intelligent person. That you masturbation right. is a
0: private thing yeah so why right. can't the outdoors be private you're in because it's out, because it's outdoors and that's where other people are okay i'll give you okay Aaron ralston remember that guy no 127 hours guy the guy yes. got his arm trapped and then he had but to he was in so he arm. was
1: in a crevice and, and outdoors but it was it's not within eye line it's outdoors to me It just suggests that you're the person you're, because here's ah, I've got it. Here's okay, why. why: if it's indoors, you're watching porn, yeah. most likely. Why? If you're, because that's where computers like, are, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. If you're outdoors, you, ever, you never have a phone. Yeah, but how how much do you need this wank? I would mean, like, suggest like an emergency situation maybe you're in the outback maybe you've been trekking across Australia and you, like, but you're prob- like well there's snakes the there the no, that might there. be a main call for <laughs> some snakes Like a, you've got like when you're, you're camping outdoors you've got your hippie little brace band on uh-huh. you start shaking that accidentally now you've summoned a bunch of cobras right rattlesnakes right they're all coming out they've heard mean, the rattling
0: of those are snakes that you would find in Australia but well,
1: well alright Steve Irwin right well maybe <laughs> <Too> <laughs> He's our Diana. They <laughs> just killed yeah, yeah. by the Australian he, royal family. Yeah, they hired a stingray. Yeah, he was killed by Crocodile
0: and He <laughs> was
1: getting too big for his own good. This is only one time Look, for if him. you're rattling your wrist and you've just like, and yeah. you've just, so a snake's going to come out and be like, here's some fucking other snake claiming that it, this is his territory. And then you spit on that snake, that cobra's going to be like, fuck, I'll fucking spit back, cunt. What if you Poison, are, now you're dead. Don't if, masturbate outside. In a tent, fine. That's not outside. That's inside, but outside. But in a tent, you can't see the snakes coming. You, you'll be but they're outside, so it doesn't matter. Oh, of a tent?
0: Yeah. You think that Australian snakes can't get through a fucking tent?
1: No, where? It's all... See, if you look... Oh. if.
0: You, you live in some... What, who got how you are they tent? getting through Did the Did you day? get your tent from the people who cover up diseases in the US? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a hazmat tent? Is that what you're in? No.
1: They get know, in the tent. Snakes get in tents How? Time. Where? There's how? only one hole and you've sealed- hole. No, you seal that it. It's Shut it. up. If a snake's got into your... That's your fault. And I'm glad you're dead. You've not tented well, properly. Well, you haven't
0: concentrated on it because you're too busy fucking touching yourself in the middle yeah, of the wilderness. Again,
1: another reason why you shouldn't masturbate outside because oh, now you you're agreeing you with me. You no. said No, I didn't. I still agree Intense is although no. I have masturbated intense. Yes. Yeah, so well, in two tents. It's always a funny prank. Oh, yeah,
0: from the outside. Yeah, it's just a funny yeah. prank. Well, that's what they say. That's a famous saying. You'd rather be... <laughs> Inside the tent being masturbated no, on, then right.
1: outside the tent being masturbated, masturbated in? that's, into uh, the opposite with that. One. Uh, that's, r- that's, that's how it works. Well, maybe you no. Have you, mean, you have you masturbated outside? Because you seem to. No, oh, wait. Have I masturbated outside? I mean, I don't think that I have, but oh, I have. Uh, oh, see now, I'm see? a hypocrite. Yeah, right. I'm philosophically you. Oh... Uh. So you're now saying that you're fine with me. Maybe I'm just a chef. No, no,
0: I'm standing by. I just don't see where you're drawing the line. To be honest, I think that's your private business and it should always be conducted in some place where it's private, regardless of whether it's indoors or outdoors. My issue isn't the indoors or outdoors. My issue is the privacy privacy of the situation. And I would argue you can be equally private Outdoors as you could be indoors, yeah, but and like, you're going to be equally exposed outdoors as you are indoors.
1: But I people are more likely to stand on it, like. But maybe you're in the desert or you're in a field. You're
0: recreating snakes on a plane. You are literally on a plane <laughs> of land, <laughs> holding a snake. Holding a snake. It's a long stretch, <laughs> which is which is another
1: <laughs> feeling <for. laughs> <laughs> the jokes yourself. Yeah. So.
0: Blah blah blah
1: blah blah. So Harrison Blumenthal's master bean. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> He says no
0: takes makes the no, so you have a soft hand or a, oh, a yeah. hard
1: hand. Apparently, that your wine tastes different in. I, th- he's making I don't believe and- that. That's to me, that's excessive science. Right, but My, come on now. But you don't find it interesting, like an interesting I party just, I just, I find it's one of those things where he 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 can make up that fact because he knows I'm never going to try and prove him wrong. It's yeah. such a, it would be such a dull argument to be involved in that. You can just make a fax if it's not interesting to argue against. I mean, I would argue that probably the power of the suggestion itself probably yeah, changes. Because he a says it. He's got the power. Right. person Blumenthal is like, oh, if you an know. expert says. Yeah. stake... Tastes better uh, if you're eating it with a fork from your right hand than your left against it. And you go, oh, that sounds like something you would know. And he's just like, what an idiot. Right. So if what... you say anything with enough conviction, we yeah. managed, me and Kai, managed to convince Kai's girlfriend that in, uh, you know, the two main roads in the UK are the M1 and the M5, the big uh, Yeah, We managed to convince her that during times of rush hour, uh, the population and density of those roads was so much that they were legally declared villages and had mayors. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's a lovely theory. though. It's a, you say, if you see anything with enough conviction, people will believe you. Kai had me convinced for about, I was hungover for 30 seconds. And he went, we were walking through Vegas. And he went, did you know that Vegas is the only man-made city? And I, not really listening to the question, just went, oh, wow, really? Yeah, it's amazing. 15 seconds, bro, I went, hold on a fuck. Right. <laughs> Who made all the other cities? <laughs> the aliens, right? Ah, uh, Illuminati. Chemtrails. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I feel like on this podcast, we've come across like we're food science deniers. <laughs> and I think the two of us are people who we say we should trust the experts. And if, like, if 97% of like, top celebrity chefs agree that food science is a thing, then maybe we should
1: like, no, you know, but believe in more. Back in the 40s, 70% of doctors recommended cigarettes. So maybe they're the new cancer.
0: But how, how do scientists. we know that
1: you're not being paid off? By the fucking pub food lobby because if to I think- like bring back like ordinary <laughs> because food look what I'm star. wearing that's my camera. Why
0: aren't you being paid off by coal? Fired what am I stuts, spending it on? Like whole fired pizzas,
1: <laughs> they are better. Right
0: there, you go. See, look at that. No, but that's an opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, oh. I would say whole fired pizzas way better than your fucking. Oh, I've steamed this one on the like head of a stressed Mayan. Have you ever tried a solar pizza? A solar pizza? I bet
0: that is a thing. Yeah, a solar pizza, solar powered,
1: and wind farm pizza. That's delicious. No, that's how you cool them down. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. After the solar, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's so hot from all the right.
0: It does take a while for them to deliver them because we have to fly them pretty close to the
1: sun. (laughs) Yeah, the name of our country is called uh, Icarus's Pizza. Right.
0: (laughs) We fly high enough the the cheese cheese melts, melts, but not too high. The the flavour's
1: gone. (laughs) (laughs) Icarus, just enough. Goldilocks is Icarus Pizza Company. We fly close to the sun, but just the right amount. Right, not too close. Goldilocks Icarus. Icarus? Icarus. Icarus Icarus, Icarus. Dickory Dock we've, we've lost it Yeah Okay Heston Blumenthal Oh no prison Or are oh. we still on Heston No no we're done with Heston now Heston's gone
0: uh, What time is it by the way Now on your watch That so does work Because you didn't slam it Into someone's sternum
1: Yeah the cheaper one uh, 20 to 3 Okay
0: cool In That's the fun. morning Whoa, right. Oh my yeah, god rock, yeah. roll, <laughs> Body Comedy <laughs> Actually, to be honest, that would justify the amount of wine we've drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be. To bad. be
0: honest, this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah, the like, fact that we are this drunk at this time of the uh, afternoon. Yeah,
1: yeah, is um, actually that is one of the things I do love about doing this <laughs> podcast because you are very much like me, which is just regards as like should we have uh, should we have a joint and some wine and just go. Obviously. Right. Oh no. Fucking Thursday is it Thursday? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah,
0: it's a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday. I've already podcasted today. This is a big you're the meat in my podcast sandwich today. Yeah. So, I podcasted my footy podcast with Charlie earlier. If you don't listen, it's called Two Guys One Cup. Uh it's an AFL podcast, but I think that even if you don't follow AFL and you 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 might find some things yeah, funny if in you it.
1: Enjoy, look, if you enjoy if you enjoy full fop and to fop, you realize realistically like two thirds of this podcast anyway.
0: Right, you're gonna yes. Look, you just sometimes you just don't understand like the things that we're talking about on this podcast. Yeah, because we talk shit. Some, some people, it turns out, don't enjoy me talking about Batman vs Superman every single episode of this podcast. And to those people, I say, well, get your own fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to yourself back. <laughs> yeah. See how much you like it, you Yeah, sweat. I don't listen. You're the one making the mistake. So <laughs> hang on, what? <laughs> this hey, is terrible market. Yeah, this is awful. Uh, this should be the uh, your Patreon advert. I don't know if you get adverts on Patreon. I don't know either. I don't know how it works, but I'm glad that people contribute. Thank you very much. Uh, so, on Friday of last week, uh, less than a week ago, I went to prison. And we had done a podcast of the day before. Yeah. Because you were going in, there was basically, uh, they were going to do stand-up comedy. Right. Well, that's what I believed was going to happen. It turns out that that wasn't quite what did happen. Uh, So, we speculated on what prison might be like and what the stand-up comedy in the prison might be like. But it was not quite like that, I will say. But it was genuinely one of the most, um, it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It genuinely was. I, um... Got picked up at 7.30 in the morning. So, bad start to any day. Already, I fucking hated it.
1: <laughs> like, I was like, fuck these guys. Yeah. Fuck this guys. And that day. is w- why I hear one of the worst things about prison. Like, you've right. gone in and you've suffered more than they already have. I mean, so, now you're on an equal and playing And it was field. weird for me to open like that. But also... and I, and when guys, I Guys, guys, I know how you feel. And
0: also... My when alarm I, was at 7. Also, me. when I yelled out, fuck these guys, it brought up some bad memories for people, so... <laughs> I, I was really off to a bad start. You came Not- and you
1: said, fuck the system.
0: And they were like, yes, yeah, fuck the system. Fuck the Already. System,
1: you're just getting a neo Nazi tattoo on your neck. So,
0: uh, well, they're the you know. I'm not just getting an original Nazi tattoo. I'll get a neo Nazi yeah, tattoo. A hipster. I'm a hipster. Yeah, um, I'm a hipster Hitler. Artisanal Nazi. Yeah, artisan Artis- Nazi. <laughs> Nazi. Yeah,
1: artisan Nazi. yeah, That's better. That sounds Artis-Nazi. like an Italian Artis-Nazi. painter. Ah, oh, it's a uh, artisan Nazi. Artisan Nazi. Ah,
0: uh,
1: now we're racist. Yeah, no, but no. you've been in prison, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> is it? Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. He I think his, if you come he served out, served his time, though. He's, he's allowed to. Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. Uh, so, uh, yeah, got picked up at 7.30 in the morning, but I did actually wake up early. You know those mornings when you know that you've got something on? Also, I had a bit of jet lag because I'd flown from LA to Were Sydney you going in Perth. a car
1: or were you going in like a... Did you go in like a prison bus? Oh, in the... Yeah, they picked me up. I put on an orange jumpsuit. But, they said, right, no, I mean, this is you this say that, I would, love, I would love to be a in the like, to an extent. I don't want to get shanked, but like, being in the prison bus would be fucking cool. Right. Surely. The, but this is not... I'm not going on a prison
0: ride today. No. I'm actually, it has dawned on me at some stage in this Boys' Adventure at dawn. Ironically, when things dawn on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, every day. And if I sleep through it, yeah. the whole I, day I, I go without And revelations, I'll be honest with you, I have
1: most, most of my premonitions in the morning because I, I, I never dusk on anything.
0: Oh, I've not ever dusked on anything. I've never dusked. Yeah. I just
1: dusked that women should be allowed to vote. Oh, no, no. It's just dusked on me. No. No, never happens. It's always darling.
0: Get up early. That's yeah. why you got to get up early. <laughs> so, um, by the way, that uh, noise in the background is just the uh, the taps being turned on in my house because uh, my house, the front part of my house, it has been here since there was houses here. Yeah, pretty much. And so, uh, some of the plumbing also has been here. So, wow. in this not soundproof uh, room Roof. out the back, is of house. is this my-
1: not where the, your friend fucked?
0: Yeah. Well, in this half where I am, to be honest, because there was a wall that used to be here and they fucked up against. We've removed the fuck wall.
1: Oh. The fuck wall is literally between it's like, where... It's, it's the Berlin one. It was the fuck that brought the wall down. It, ca- it came down. It fell <laughs> down. David Hasselhoff sang. It was the whole thing. <laughs> because love destroys all walls. Yeah. Which is why you're not allowed to uh, fuck on the Great Wall of China. Right. Because if you fuck someone on the Great Wall of China, you can be seen from space. Yeah. The, and there used to be glory holes in there, <laughs> right along the wall, yeah. but... I mean, it was mainly for stabbing, you know, Mongolian invaders. But well, that's no, what, glory that's holes. what they said. Mon glory holes. Mon glory holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah. So this was where the wall was in between us, but there is no wall there anymore. Uh, so, uh, prison. Prison. You're not going in on the. So it's, it's it's occurred to me at about six o'clock that morning. It dawned on uh, on me at dawn that I am actually going to prison, and I should start thinking about what how to I wear. Right. No, but seriously. That <laughs> was, really? I was. <laughs> well, okay, I know you joke, but then think about it. What do you wear? What do you wear to prison? What would you wear Oh, yeah, because you, you don't want to go to prison.
1: D- you don't want to. Yeah, you can't go in in a. S- and smart, because right?
0: who are you, you fucking superior dick? Absolutely, right? You don't dress up for prison, I imagine. Like, and I imagine... by the way,
1: just everyone knows that's my superhero name, if I ever whoever was. Superior, superior dick. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's time for Superior dick. Da, da, da. I'm looking down on you and my penis. What's that up in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, you
0: you have to be thinking about what is it that I want to wear. Like, what, what is it that I want to wear into this environment? Right? Nothing
1: orange. Don't want to clash.
0: No, exactly. Although they wore green. Did they? Actually green, yeah. Oh. Their kind of uniform was green.
1: Why? And here's what I will
0: say. I was surprised at how much variation on the uniform there can be. In, in that, as long as it's green... It's pretty much like you know, like just come as a green party. Like there was a lot of like shorts, there was a lot of like long pants, there, there was a, a lot of kind of tracksuit suit pants. Are they
1: getting variations on the thing? Is there I a mean, catalog? I guess it's
0: just prison wear. Like, but there's different types of prison prison wear by top Man. Right, you can get a prison hoodie. Maybe you can't get a hoodie, I guess, because of the you
1: probably couldn't. Yeah, you but like you can, can get, de- definitely get a sweatshirt. Yeah, like there was, uh, yeah, you can get a prison trilby. Yeah, prison fedora, definitely. Prison fedora. Uh, yeah, prison. Boot. And that's why you're in prison because if you're wearing a fedora, you've realistically been shit to women at some point in your life. Yeah, there's, that's the only evidence they need. Yeah, some uh, people say it's circumstantial, but it's not. No, if you've worn a fedora at one point in your life, uh, you, you know have Mansplained.
0: You know what? Retrospectively, let's not convict people for past crimes, but if you've worn a fedora, a fedora. in the last two years you- since you've known, it's like getting like it's it's not your fault. If you had, like, a Southern Cross tattoo in Australia yeah. before that was a sign that you were racist fuckwit. Yeah. Like, but but racist if you're fuckwits
1: made it. This- yeah. But if you get one now. You're you're joining the right. Yeah. That's the other if you're wearing a trilby, you've joined them. You have. You've joined the movement. Right. Just come don't on. do it. It's an easy choice. Yeah. Do you hate women? Yes. Wear a trilby. All right. Here's your hat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. We have hats and badges. We have hats. <laughs> We have hats and opinions. <laughs> <We> have- <laughs> and neck Yeah, right.
0: And neckbeards, yeah. Uh, so um, I ended up wearing uh, runners, late war runners. I thought that's runners are good. Um, I wore... That's very paranoid of you. In case, in (laughs) case. I had my best. I wore
1: Olympic running shoes. Yeah, it's it's
0: stretching. I wore
1: spikes. (laughs) Stretching before you get into prison. I took some starting blocks. Because normally you just get stretched in prison. But to do it beforehand is... So...
0: I um I-, I wore my tracksuit pants. I wore like uh, black tracksuit pants, underwear underneath, which I don't always do, right. but on a prison day, I thought it was an underwear day.
1: <laughs> and then I wore like uh, a- just a t-shirt and like a jean jacket. Sort I of was thing. really hoping you were just like, and then just like a fucking wife beater vest, right. <laughs> <laughs> like fake tattoos across your chest. Like I want to fit
0: in. Well, firstly, the thing that I need to say is that I did not know I was going to go on a prison visit when I packed for my trip, so I had to make do. With, oh
1: yeah, before you came over, with
0: what choices I had. So, so you didn't have a prison shopping day. Before. I had not gone, like I had not had time to go. What would I wear to prison? Yeah. Like before you put your socks on, you had to take the bars of soap out of them. Well, I mean that's just because I like to be clean. <laughs> I always just carry bars of soap with me at all times, and because I hate whales, <laughs> so. I don't think soap's not made out of whales anymore, is it? Surely. Was
1: it? Well, yeah. There was a point
0: where there was some whale in soap. Like, glue was made out of horses. Horses. Horses.
1: Was that true? I
0: mean, who cares?
1: I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) I
0: mean, I assume it's not now, right? Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the animals before I were alive. Well, I can't do anything about that, mate. It's in the fucking past. Like, we've got to deal with the, the situation we have now. I don't want any animal in the future to be, like, treated in that cruel way. But I imagine if we were still making glue out of horses... John Oliver would have dealt with it Yeah, he would
1: have done one of the 18-minute segments on. as that's opposed a, to one of the four-minute segments. Exactly, that's a whole that's bit. Im- that's how important you can tell an issue is. Right. Uh, if it's like a four-minute bit, it's like, ah, this is kind of fucked, but sure. If it's 18 minutes... You know, it's fucked. It's fucked. it would be dancing glue sticks. Yeah, I don't even need to watch it. I just go, what's my pet?" John yeah. Oliver does it on Hang NSA. On. I'm assuming yeah, I'm against that. I'm Here against we go. that. Yeah. Because the left wing are just as bad as the right. Hang on, what? 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 <laughs> edit
0: i uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only time you've ever edited <laughs> just to cover up the left wing oh, conspiracy oh my, <laughs> the conspiracy theories
0: i uh, no, absolutely i mean anyone who's didactic in that way is as bad as each yeah. other i mean we're seeing it in australia at the moment because we're about to well, we have started a 53-day election campaign or something ridiculous like that. And ordinarily, because of my television show, the last two elections, we've covered the election on the show. And uh, because they went to an early election this year, we had planned this year. We had this whole year planned around we were going to come back and do an election version of our television yeah. show and cover the election, which meant that I would have had to be watching every minute of it and every, like yeah, yeah, yeah. every single thing. And it turned out because they threw an early election that the other two guys on the show just had clashes because they have real jobs. And, oh, um, show-offs. So we couldn't do it. Oh. And I was devastated because that was the reason that I come... It's our, my favourite version of the show and I've always enjoyed doing that version of the show. But now that it's started, the immense relief... not Like in a professional sense, I would have loved if we could have done the show. Yeah. But in a personal sense, the fact that I just don't have to care because everyone's picking a side yeah, yeah, and yeah. everybody's going to yell at each other and you cannot make any comment in this environment without, uh, pissing off without like, somebody... A bunch of people. And you're like, well, why would I want to have a debate in the middle of somewhere where you've decided we
1: can't debate things?
0: Yeah. Or why would I want to have an opinion or a joke or a thought in the middle of a place where in you've decided... When, when none of
1: you are able to take a fucking joke. Right. Because you take everything so literally. And
0: that is both sides. Yeah. That is, without a doubt, both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, the overreaction
0: of both sides The like, you know, to label people, you know, to take the same event and put these like outrageous it's, labels on things is, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not good for public. Yeah, discourse. I, would,
1: I would say the far left are, uh, you know, the far right are obviously in my, just because I am left, the worst ones. But the far left, even I'm just like, you are as elitist as those ones are. You're doing the same thing. You're looking down on everyone on your own side, I find. Well, you're someone who's a uh, pretty overt with your atheism. Like
0: how there's a part of atheism certainly there's a like yeah. a there's a part of that world that shares that unpleasantness um, oh, pleasantness yeah
1: or, the superior and occasionally I'll, during my stand up I definitely delve into you know being a bit looking down the nosy but that's just part of the character I do on right the stage persona and also I'm fully aware that I like my whole thing is I grew up in a very religious family I've got my uncle that's the minister. I'm around religion constantly and I see religion done in the way that I'd like it to be done which is the same thing the same way I think it should be done with atheism which is it's personal I keep my atheism personal to myself except during my show but obviously it's my show my show is very personal so that's why I talk about atheism during my show it's my show you pay to sort of say I would I will will hardly bring my atheist out in public unless someone brings out their religion and then I'm just like I'll fire with fire you can't let's fucking let's drag and bozzy this shit right down to the ground. Right, because you've prepared your arguments. I have. <laughs> and, and if you're willing to... it's For me, I'm like, I'm just... But how do you feel about... And this is the thing that I
0: am, like, have become... Less uh, fervent or ardent, or whatever it is, in my atheism because I think that everybody still knows that I, you know, am not a believer that there is a god or any gods. Mm. My one of my more favorite lines from my uh, recent show was uh, I was talking about this guy, Adam Goods, who was the footballer I was telling you about before. And uh, one of the big things that people booed him for was he celebrated a goal by running towards the crowd and waving an imaginary spear. And people were like, you know, he's like threatening the crowd with an imagine what oh yeah and so i had a whole bit about that but one of the lines in it was like because we talked about it for a week in australia it was like this big fucking issue for a fucking week
1: he's imaginary hunting me
0: i was like you know yeah that's what i said oh no put up your imaginary spears <laughs> come on guys imagine harder
1: but <laughs> I, I,
0: what is this <laughs> fucking kids pantomime? <laughs> but the other thing is like Oh well. Firstly, this is—you'll love this. It wasn't even an imaginary spear. He later revealed it was an imaginary boomerang, so it would have come back. <laughs> but the line that—maybe he was imagining about it throwing it. The—the the line I said in the show was, I said, like, yeah, we live in a country where gay people can't get married because of an imaginary god, but <laughs> it's the imaginary spear. No, let's concentrate on that. Yeah. And the line that comes after is, and then, then by the way, if you're a Christian in the audience, please do not be offended by that joke. I do honestly, from my heart, mean all imaginary gods.
1: <laughs> so like. <laughs> And, not and, just yours,
0: right? I I I don't believe in God, mm. so when I say I don't believe in God, I don't mean yeah, just not, your God. Yeah,
1: I'm not being specifically shitty to Christians.
0: Right, I'm doing it to we live in Muslims, live we Hindus. live in a mostly Christian. But that's the thing about like when you get labelled left, like some people like label this idea of like that you're some Islamic uh, sympathizer, which is completely misrepresents what my thought is. Which is I I think that everybody should get be able to treated equally and whatever, but no, I I think their belief in their God is equally ridiculous to of me than and, and the same with But the, that's just the prism through which I view my world. And the thing that started to piss me off were the people who not for comic effect or not for whatever, but have
1: this higher sense of self or belief because Yeah, it's it's very that's why that's what I mean. Religion is very people say it's a personal religion. Very rarely is it personal most time it's something that causes you to think a certain way and look down on other people because, yeah. uh, but that being said, I'm also guilty of that. I genuinely, of and course, I, if life. I meet someone who genuinely believes in God, and this is a horrible thing, but I can't, you know, I genuinely think less of them, right? And that's not a good way to think, and it's something, but if I, someone goes, I'm religious, and I've known them for a bit, and they go, I believe in God, my estimations never go down, because to me, I'm just like, part of your brain is turned off. I mean, I think that as well, and I don't
0: like it necessarily Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not proud of it, but and there are exceptions to that rule. So my friend Jared, this brings us back to the prison, which is yeah. great because the reason I went out there is my friend Jared McKenna, who you can listen to his philosophy episode. He believes in Jesus, and he believes that Jesus can turn around and and the reason that like he's going to these places is to help these people through what he believes is Jesus's story to turn, and he believes it. And we have these great conversations and he knows that I don't believe it. And we, you know, we have these debates and these jokes. And when I make a lazy, like, you know, kind of thing, he'll pull me up on shit. Like, I was talking about uh, what was it? oh I was talking about the analogies between Batman and v- versus Superman and religious and I was talking about the idea of Superman being this alien who comes from the sky who lives among us as human yeah. beings and blah, blah blah and I was like you can probably see some parallels there Jared and he goes well technically Jesus uh, was a man a god who lived amongst us as a man not uh, an actual superhero and the same oh no, it's just fact check and he'll debate these things but it's like it's good because I'm just getting called on my broad generalizations of like. I'd rather have specific, like, he believes that Jesus was a real person, so every time I say that Jesus wasn't real... Like what I really lazily mean is I do not believe that Jesus Christ, whether he lived or not, was the son of God. Yeah. But he'll pull me up on the idea of the, the, well, the historical relevance of at least there was someone, admit there was someone historically that they've seemed to have proved who was called Jesus uh, Christ. Saying, that regardless I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I There's no evidence uh, of of that. The actual history, because that's an argument people, people always go. My dad pulled me up on uh-huh. this. So I was doing the whole thing. I did exactly what he did, which was I was like, look, we all know that Jesus the person was sort of really just wasn't the son of God. And my dad was just like, fucking what, Can <laughs> And it's just, I've been doing the joke for a while, but it was a new line that came in. And I was like, we all know, yeah. like I read Reza right. Aslan's book, uh-huh. and it's about the historical Jesus. Yeah. I and mean, I was like, fucking no. Like, and just went to this, I can't, typical of my dad just going into this five ten minute bit where he just goes through all the sources and all ah. this and proves it and I just go I don't retain any of the information I just retain the fact and then pass it he's on he's your John Oliver yeah yeah my dad <laughs> so there's the I <laughs> The only the only proof that there is of any Jesus. First of all, his name wasn't Jesus; it was Yebda or something along those lines. It's been sure. hugely mistranslated. But for showbiz, like, yeah, for showbiz, you know G- what? Jan Crizzle's knew-
0: a lot easier to say. No, but none of us knew how to like yo know, pronounce Prince's symbol, but it was a thing. Yeah. We all got it,
1: <laughs> and it was the artist formerly known as yeah,
0: yeah. the artist formerly known as. Jebna <laughs> Jebda yeah, Jebwood Jebwood Jebwood. Jebwood Oh god Jebwood The artist formerly known it's as Jedward. Oh.
1: Jesus' original name was Jedward. Jedward. He was twins yeah, uh, uh, so the second coming was really disappointing. <laughs> it was on X Factor. God he knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> um <laughs> They really misjudge it. They've been following it, and they're like, Well this show's really popular. Like we gotta I look at so we gotta the... speak to people. And we should split into two people because they're not gonna we learned last time that they're not gonna believe one right, of us. We can't hang both of us. One yeah, can back yeah. the other up. Yeah, they can't crucify us both, can Calmar. they? <laughs> Simon Kalmar, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. guys?
0: Uh so uh Alright, so regardless of any of yeah. Jesus blah blah he's a he's a he's a good Christian and the reason he does this is because of that. So we go out there and suddenly you're very aware that this is prison. Like up until this point I had no really preconce- other than comically preconceived notions, yeah. I didn't have any any actual I was like, Well I don't know what it's gonna be like. So I might as well not even think about yeah, it. You yeah, know, yeah. I'll just see what it's like when I get there and experience it in real time. And the levels of security just to get into the prison, you're suddenly very aware. It like So it's a lot of it? So firstly, you have to go into this first room, which is where like, the families and stuff must like wait and stuff. So there's everywhere, there's these kind of eerie reminders... Of these people's real life because they've got boxes full of like obviously toys for kids and storybooks and oh, yeah, like the bits like that. It's like
1: a, like, de- like a dentist waiting room, right? So you just, know something bad's about to happen in the other room where a grown man's about to ask you to open your mouth, right? So they've uh, they've you're clearly reminded straight away that these
0: are people with families and lives and whatever they left oh, behind. Yeah. So like you just suddenly have that thing of going,
1: you, yeah, it's, not the, it's oh. not the oh they're all monsters, right? You go, oh, evidence bit one that literally every person in here is a full-on human being. Right. Is a full-on to the core human being. So then you have to just basically... Your only thing you're allowed to take in is your ID. So
0: you have to make sure that you've got nothing else on you other than your like ID that you're going to need to get so into So you the couldn't prison. even Snapchat it? Uh, yeah, couldn't take your phone. That in. is the worst thing about prison. I mean, that was the worst thing. Oh, I mean, I was like, have you guys seen this dog face you can put on? <laughs> like, <laughs> I,
1: I've, I, I've got a great idea for Snapchat. It's called Who Let The Dogs Out? And... <laughs> And we pretend we're on a break, and they'll love it. Ten seconds, guys. So
0: um, you have to to put all that in the locker. You get your little key and whatever. Then we go through the actual security part. So now it's starting to get a little more really serious. They give us the you give over your ID, and then you get like a sort of a a kind of like a tag or whatever. You go through the the X ray machine, and then there's a sniffer dog there that like now as I said to you before I said I only really had the clothes that I
1: already had with me yeah yeah and also it's your tracksuit bottoms you mm-hmm. must have that fear of like th- these are tracksuit bottoms right. this is what I relax in it is very likely I, di- look, I don't have a washing machine in my apartment like this is right so there is a little bit of me going... Every time I go through airports, I had a dog run straight across the fucking thing to me, to my bag, and I'm like, there easily could be a butt of fucking weed in there. Fortunately, just a friendly dog. <laughs> just a big fan. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Came up autograph.
0: Ah, uh, so... Uh, you go through, sniff a dog, blah, blah, blah. Then they hand you this... It looks like an old Nokia phone. It's about the size of an old Nokia, like, you know, cell phone. Yeah. Um... But it's got a big red button on it. And that's your panic button. So basically, at any stage, if I felt threatened while I was in there, I would just
1: push that button and, like, guards and stuff would... Oh, like, wow. Um, yeah. Ugh. And so suddenly you're like... And that's the, thing, the worst thing about big red buttons. Very
0: tempting to push. I mean, anytime anyone asks me a question, I want to buzz in. <laughs>
1: It'd be good to do that. have that button during radio interviews. Yeah. Just like with that. local radio. Yeah. So, what's the best hack you've ever had? Yeah. Guards come in and shoot Where the do head. you get your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> what do your parents think of it? Like, are they like. What? Uh,
0: so, you've got this button. Uh, they You meant to put it on your belt, but I'm wearing Tracksuit pants.
1: Well, so you're all in a belt.
0: So. Yeah.
1: Ah, hold on. a
0: yeah. That's a good point. Well, probably on the, maybe not on your belt, but on your jean. Like, it's oh, a okay. clip-on thing yeah, okay, where right, you can, yeah, like, yeah. you know, put it on your... But I've got tracksuit pants on. Yeah. So like, they had to provide me with, like, kind of like a... The sort of, like, belt you might have on a bag or something like that. Like, you know, just a little clip, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, clip yeah. belt thing that I had to hang my panic thing off so now I'm like slinking around like I'm like a really casual old school gunslinger so I have this like kind of just, like, hanging off me like a gun, my little panic button. Yeah, okay, it's
1: fully unarmed man.
0: Uh, and, by the way, they're like, oh, please don't bump into things because we don't know if you've just bumped into things. We think it's going to be... So we'll come, you know, with... Oh, well, that's good to know. Right. The
1: you, second you're you just do a test or one. Yeah. Let's oh, Just checking, guys. Just checking. Uh,
0: just checking. So we go into the place where... So, firstly, my first impressions of the prison uh, it was better than where I went to university.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like not the not the girls' top.
0: Oh no, girls! Yeah, no girls. Was, so I mean, I'm guards. There was girl guards. Oh, was there? Yeah, uh, yeah. There was girl guards, but apparently, there's places where the, there's a strut. That's what we learned. So there's like a. You can, when you're walking by yourself, because the way that it works, it's kind of like an open plan thing. Now, obviously, they have times and regulations for things, in, but what they're trying to do, this prison is trying to have people not come back. So their entire focus is... It's rehabilitation. Rehabilitation yeah. and trying to reintegrate people into society and giving them the skills that when they serve their time, that they will be able to go out and not fall back into crime. Because the major thing that makes you fall back into crime is that you go out in society and no and, one will give you
1: another fucking job. Yeah, yeah. So you end up going back and to the thing that... you've also just made all of these contacts in prison. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you've got mad fucking skills. Yeah. Now yeah. you know exactly where to go. You know the price of in the streets. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not blowing the streets, I mean cocaine, not prostitution I mean probably both
0: oh fuck yeah I mean you know you probably know one against the other like the Dow Jones or the like you know they probably do it
1: at the end of the day what's the dong against the dong uh, imagine, that would be awful trying to buy coke on the street and like can I get you some blow and the guy's like yeah just run the back alley and then just starts going down on you I mean wow. I reckon that guy could also get you some coke yeah. So,
0: <laughs> well, often it's like, "Hey, can I have some coke? I don't have any money. Can I blow you in this bag? <laughs> it's transactional. Yeah, it all ends yeah. up being in the in the same world. So, <laughs> uh, another day, I'll give you my theory on why cocaine is uh, the worst thing in the entire world. But I'll we'll get back okay. to that another time. Uh, so, uh, so we've gone into this. So we've gone into this area. It really is open plan. They've got a big gym. They've got this kind of like oval where like people can like play sports and stuff. And the prisoners are allowed in when they're allowed to. They can't just wander around, but at certain times, it would look like from outside appearances that they're just wandering yeah. from one place to the other. Now, it turns out there's a system to that and they're being watched on cameras at all times. But what they're trying to give them is that kind of sense of. Freedom. Freedom.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Within that framework of whatever. And even in this prison, they have this kind of dormish area where if you are on good behavior and if you clean on your drug tests and all those sort of things, you can literally move into a more prison wing that is a bit more like a university dorm where there's a communal area for some time of the day and you can cook your own food. And so they're basing it all on this rewards program. 50% 50% of the people who are there, well, nearly 50% of the people who are there are indigenous, which for 3% of the population is a
1: huge amount of white people. It's almost as bad as America's prisons. Isn't yeah. It? yeah.
0: Well, it's worse. In Australia, the rate of incarceration of young black men in Australia is worse than it was in apartheid South Africa. Jesus. So, yeah. That's not a fun fact.
1: No, that's, that's not. That's definitely fun fact. not on like a popsicle stick.
0: No, oh, yeah, I got that on a fantail.
1: It's <laughs> uh, so weird. They like, put yeah. it at the end. No, it's was just like, under a Snapple. These guys just, have gotten oh. really dark oh, now. Oh, like, Oh, God, I'm not thirsty anymore. Right. New
0: Snapple fucking real facts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking real <laughs> yeah. truths. Yeah, yeah, Snapple. Hashtag truth bombs. Yeah, truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Snapple's new truth bombs range. Oh.
0: I reckon there'd be some people out for that. If you could just, like, John Oliver's. It's like when they give, like, a celebrity a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah. They could have John Oliver of a run of
1: truth bombs Bombs,
0: Snapples Snapples (laughs) oh god oh it'd be like fact Snapple is rotting your teeth and sugar is destroying American mainstream society
1: (laughs) fact Snapple is also owned by the same corporation that owns Coca-Cola which owns 3% or fucking 30% of all corporations (laughs) (laughs) open your eyes sheeple (laughs) Jesus Snapple this this is I'm not gonna read these anymore just drink the truth but I do want coke yeah I do want a coke though (laughs) Cook and Snapple
0: go well together, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, we go into this uh, area. They're all kind of walking around, but they're being monitored all the time. Uh, part of this program that we're going in for... So, the way that they're trying to contact the Indigenous people is through art. And they, they went in and showed us the Indigenous art gallery. And, man, like some of the stuff that was in there, in a completely non-patronising or anything way, was... If you'd walked into a gallery or a rich fucker's house yeah. and that stuff was on the wall, you'd be like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh no, wow, okay. Yeah, like amazing stuff. Like the use of color and depth and perception and like, I mean that traditional dot painting but not just that traditional dot painting, like yeah. amazing stuff. And that's their kind of way of saying, well, here's something else that you know, you, you can we can connect to you. Hmm. The theater department has been harder to get indigenous people in because apparently one of the hardest things is in the indigenous community is the concept of shame. So the idea of getting up in front of other people and kind of embarrassing yourself or doing comedy Uh, or those sort of things is not like, you know. But there were some indigenous people who were involved. When we got there, there was probably about... I would have said there was like forty or fifty people. They have a comedy club set up, and by the way, this comedy club, like it's got a backdrop, it's got better lights than a lot of clubs that you've played. Real setup. Like it's a real like. To be honest, if if someone was running that as a regular room, you'd be like, you should play the prison. Yeah, you should prison play, Who books that? Yeah, crime. Yeah, crime. You have to steal <laughs> one thing. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to kill to get on the show. Right. Yeah, But I mean no,
1: literally, no. you have to kill to get on the show.
0: So. There's probably, yeah, 40 or 50 people, but once the show started, there was probably it swelled to about 60, 80, maybe even 100 people, I'm not sure, but quite a lot of people in this, like, jammed in this space, having this, you know, really good time. And so, really, what they were doing, they weren't really doing stand-up, they were doing more theatre sports. Oh, okay, like improv games. Improv games. Yeah. That's what they were really doing. And so they start playing these improv games and so different prisoners and stuff are jumping up and like jumping into the games like you know they're playing a space jump so someone will jump in oh, and they're yeah, playing yeah. Like change a, the scene know, all those sort of things you know different accents or commentaries or all those kind of old school theater games is, but I go on is there a prison hack? so you know how we joked about the idea of like what they could be joking about and stuff? yeah 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 well of course we were completely wrong because oh really? Well, because we're two fucking privileged idiots who've never understood what it's actually like to be in prison. Are you telling me white guys can't empathize?
1: <laughs> with anything, it turns out. <laughs> Even, Even when we were being ironic about that, yeah. while we were pretending to be white guys that can't empathize, we were yeah. genuinely being white guys that can't. That, yes, that was the level we were operating at. Oh, God. We were speaking through our privilege We're like privilege. the inception of ignorance.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> like we, we, had the, we had invisible had invisible. There's genuine
1: on. ignorance in our feigned ignorance. Right, under yeah. the they're like, oh, comedy ignorance. Our feigned ignorance is the ultimate
0: example of our ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, of course, you can't talk about any of those things. What? Because they're in prison. So, the- so you can't talk about sex in any way because they're in prison and you're not allowed to talk about sexually charged scenes or sexual environment. Oh. You can't talk oh, about violence or drugs because, of course, you're in prison and you're not allowed to be like glorifying violence yeah. or drugs. Like, literally anything that you would easily go to in an improvised comedy... Like, these guys... Trigger words, but you also can call them trigger words. I have been... Yeah. I have been in, like, at UCB and seen some of the finest improvisers in the world... Do shows that are in no way as complicated as this fucking show was, because every single topic you would go to for an easy laugh, you, you can't. Yeah, to. oh
1: god, it's yeah. It's, and if you do, it's blocked three of the main accents. Right, and I can't make this sexual. I can't make this uh, violent, violent, or druggy, or druggy any of those sort of things. things. I can't swear. Oh what! You can't swear. Oh, I'm fucked. Right? I, I. I mean, think about it. If you took out swearing, talking about oh race, you can't talk about race. race? So if, let's do this to both of our sets. If I was to take out swearing, uh, race, I'm race. like I don't do much about race. But, but you can't even talk about. Well, I could probably do my Adam Goods bit, but I. Anyway, right, yeah, maybe not even violence. Right. Uh, a lot of that take out. I got to take out all my drugs. Uh, drugs, drugs, sex. Can't drugs. Do drugs. Can't do drugs. sex. Alcohol? Uh, can't talk about alcohol? I, I think my show is... Hi, thanks all for coming. Probably, Good night. Probably can't say coming. coming. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no, it's too much. And you can't even make that joke in there. <laughs> right. You would have to say thanks for coming with a straight face. That's the worst. Yeah. You
0: can't even do the... Oh. So even when things would, as they nature of them would be, where they would get sexual, you, you would see... You couldn't make the wink. You would see the guards just kind of step in with a little like that's time to call that topic on and they would have to move on to a new
1: topic oh god so you're doing one of the hot but it's like it's like doing comedy to a blog writer no no come on everything's offensive that's what it was like oh dear so but this is the thing
0: they still managed to be wonderfully entertaining. Really? Every single person. So you're saying they have more talent. us. Oh, mate. Like, well, (laughs) I'll tell you something, because afterwards I spoke to a lot of people and, like, one-on-one about, like, why they enjoyed the program or why they were there that day or whatever. And the thing that kept coming up was when we walk in here for, like, the hour or two that we're in here, we could be anywhere. We don't... We're not in prison, you know? Yeah. Like, we could just be anywhere doing this. And... Yeah, I got that. Like, you're under the lights of showbiz and you're just putting on a show. And so the enthusiasm and the... Yeah, yeah. But there was some genuinely talented people. There was one guy in particular who, like, could do voices and own the stage. You know, one of those people who just, like, lights it up every time they get up there. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... Like, I mean, I think it's something I will end up talking about a lot more in my stand-up because there were so many things that happened that day that, like, I would like to kind of explore and talk about when I can think
1: about... And, and also, more them. importantly, think of the pun to name the show on. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So Is there a good prison uh, he- and, uh, held against your will? Oh, against my will? Against my will? Against my will? That's not bad. Against my will? Yeah. that? Uh, no- uh, will fully imprint now. The you?
0: Will Shank Redemption. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: redacted um yeah anyway so it was it, it it was a really i will talk about it more i will talk yeah. about it more when i have had time to process more but you will enjoy this one uh moment that i just think that you will uh so i ended up playing games with them and like getting up on stage and then we did a big q a and they asked me a whole bunch of really fun questions and um All it was questions like why would you have you know any of them or you want to give them away uh, um, one of my favourites was... They asked me just lots about uh, my career and stuff because it turns out, because they, uh, they only get, like, regular TV in there, they're quite familiar with my work. Oh, right, okay. So you're and, famous in prison. Yeah, and I literally have a captive audience, so... Oh,
1: And <laughs> <laughs> You are awful. So. That is... That is unforgivable. Oh, uh,
0: unforgivable will? Yeah. Oh, unforgivable will, yeah. The green...
1: Mm, will. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, for the first time ever, I'm beating you when it comes to puns. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've got one up my sleeve somewhere, but I can't But at the think moment, it's it. just
0: punishment. Yeah, so... Um, so, uh, they asked me a bunch of questions about my career, but my... Oh, so, I get in trouble at one stage, because I say something that I'm not meant to say, because... They asked me about growing up on the farm and whether my parents were mad if uh, when I left the farm and didn't become a farmer. Yeah. And I have this joke that I used to do in my set that just like rolled out. You know, when you're just like, oh, I've got something here. So, yeah, like, you presses don't think the about where it ends. You, yeah, you just yeah. go, so I, go, I used to have this thing about like how I thought my parents were going to be devastated, but like, how when I told them, they are actually really relieved because they were like, oh, yeah, we like how this is a far- farm, not a meth lab. Like, of course, I'm not gonna say meth lab, and when I said meth lab, everyone fucking roared, and then I got the little fucking shake off from the from the guards and oh. like calm it down. And I can't be talking about meth labs, because uh, some of them will have tips for you and further questions. But uh, my biggest laugh that I got was when uh, uh, a guy said to me, "Oh, uh, where are you playing here in Perth? Where, are you on t- where is your show on tonight?" Yeah. And I said, "If you can get out by then, your name's on the door." <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're willing to give it a crack. But oh, the guys didn't get involved in that one.
0: Ah, uh, you know what? By then, we all winded it up. Yeah, and try. they were just like, you fucking try it, can. Let's see what happens. So, um, last but not least, this is the one I wanted to tell you, which you enjoy. This older guy was there. And one of those guys who's been, obviously, I think he'd probably been there for a while and he had a great attitude. He played some of the games. And he, uh, but also he was... Um,
1: you're just, really selling prison to me, by the when way. When you, <laughs> you get to go to the gym. You get to, to learn <laughs> a trade. I mean, I get would get the in shape. Games. Like I would, have, I wouldn't have the obligation to drink. as I say obligation, the fact that I do it, literally the second it's mentioned.
0: I mean, you know, you'd probably be able to find some prison hooch or something in there. You'd still yeah. be.
1: I just, I don't want alcohol that's ever brewed in someone's bathtub or toilet. Shut up! Says a man who's taken drugs from strangers. <laughs> ah! So yeah, Yes, but what? shut up. Yeah, right, okay, okay, As long as there was <laughs> yeah, no, no Yeah, don't I will. What's this? Ah, drug. Yeah, yeah all okay. right, yeah, I'll uh, give it a go. From a chemist?
0: No. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, well, a I, chemist. No,
1: no. no. I would genuinely jam- I will take illegal drugs any day over a big abusing a, like fucking Vicodin and Oxycontin. I, I'm terrified of Vicodin and Oxycontin. I would never Unless genuinely prescribed by a doctor, I don't understand the people that do those, that abuse like the legal drugs. That fucking terrifies me. That's what, that's what kills musicians. Guys who've been doing drugs their entire fucking life. Kings, Prince, right? A god, like, and you know, Michael, Keith Ledger, people who realistically in this business, fucking take shit loads of drugs. Amy Winehouse, right? The drugs that kill them. Are the fucking prescriptions... That terrifies me. I can't. I'd never... I mean, some might make the argument that it's the
0: prescription drugs combined with the hideous amount oh, of Oh, yeah, drugs sure, the... with your conspiracy theories. <laughs>
1: yeah, all right, all right. The Jews uh, want combined, to forward, do they? When
0: combined with the chemtrails from their chem planes yeah. from flying so much. Jet fuel can't melt still
1: beans, except that it, it can, and yeah, it has it can, done on man. There's done, literally yeah. videos of it happening. But what
0: about that plane on 9-11? You've seen that. They
1: blew it up too soon, <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, that was the... Uh, I, when I was fourteen years old, I watched because uh, uh, my birthday is on nine eleven. Right. So I was, uh, I was. So watching- you knew. Like, you, you got the email the other day? Yeah, yeah. I was told to get out of the tower. Yeah, get out of the tower. Yeah, like, it's your birthday. Don't spoil your we, birthday. We want to ruin it. No, I mean, we're not um, terrorists. Yeah. I mean, we're terrorists, but we we're are, not... yeah, yeah, It was really hard on my life with birthday, just blowing out two burning things. Never mind. Uh, one first, and one, then the one second one, one a little bit later. Yeah, and then just soon, smashing the other ones. Yeah, um, I watched a bunch of the 9-11 conspiracy videos, and because I was 13 and or 14 and an in idiot, I was like, oh, and I walked downstairs. I was like, Dad... Do you ever find it weird, like, all this stuff? And my dad, I remember it, just paused the TV, and he never swears, but with his eyes, he very much went, fucking what, cunt? And I was like, well, like, 9-11, and he was like, we, and he just (laughs) I believe, by the way, that's his catchphrase, which I enjoyed. fucking, Fucking what, cunt? Fucking what, cunt? (laughs)
0: <laughs> he should host a quiz show yeah. I'd like to see him in charge of jeopardy yeah, every just, time someone has a bad answer yeah. fucking what cunt what? <laughs> welcome to fucking what cunt yeah, well, welcome okay. to F- family 20, fortunes
1: so. uh, something that you wear on your head Um, um a pillowcase fucking what cunt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in the KKK oh, fucking on, what, what cunt <laughs> so I went down and I was like I believe the, like, into this and he went absolutely fucking not dragged me out of the living room sat me in front of a big whiteboard and he went give me every single piece of shit you've just had in your head and I was like well the thing and he would just bit by bit destroyed every single fucking art he was like he was like I'm not letting that be an opinion you have in the real world like I would be as my son I would be ashamed if you rationally believed that I do like your family a lot uh, so I've not met, them, but I like You're
0: everything I hear about, about this them. Year? No, no,
1: for fuck's sake!
0: Well, it's not my fault. It's my fault that the prime minister. It's not my fault the prime minister called the election at the wrong time of the oh, year. Oh, that
1: is. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Right. So,
0: uh, so anyway, uh, this guy came up to me. At the end. Oh, yeah. You'll enjoy this. Old, this older guy, and he's come up to Jared and I, and he said, uh, "I need to uh, say to you, Jared, that I am also a Christian," and then he just goes, "Look." A Christian drug smuggler, <laughs> <laughs> not a Christian. <laughs> and I was like, I like you, sir. Hey, uh, Daniel, um, what, when should I put this up? Uh, okay, you're going to go to LA, right? I'm probably not going to go up for this Friday night it's fine. because that. But um, tell tell me about other things. What have you got coming up that is not uh, not this Friday
1: night? Uh, if you are in um, Madison I'm doing comedy I'm on Madison, state Wisconsin. yeah on Madison state. Wisconsin I'm doing comedy on state genuinely one of my favourite fucking clubs it please is please come down to that come down mention uh, my name the dates. I don't have dates as in like you. I wish we was here uh, Audience uh, members do that too when you are going to see Daniel. Go yeah. and see Daniel, we go. And but halfway during my, so my like... show, just start chanting Will Will Will. Please don't, don't do that, don't do that. But it would be funny. I mean, it'd be funny. <laughs> it would be really funny. Be funny. It would annoy me. Yeah. But two weeks after it, I would be furious for a week, and then for the rest of my life, I'd be like, oh, that was fucking funny though. Yeah, okay. But don't do it, can'ts, okay? Okay, I'll well, so um, probably do it then. Yeah, I mean, one of the dates. Make up your own like ways. if you're gonna don't do it on every show. Like Sorry. if you're a bunch, you're gonna pick yeah. one day we could do one it and do it for two minutes and then, out, then and yeah then sh- sh- let's not ruin it. yeah and then let me be yeah. horrible about Jesus exactly uh and then San Francisco punchline also doing that and uh should there be anyone in Edinburgh that listens to this yes there is uh I've the, met them the friends spoke pot with them in a garden yeah at least two people
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know there's at least two yeah. maybe many more but there's at least two and they had pot and we smoked
1: some in the garden that's the thing i do love about this uh, genuinely love about this podcast is I just go to places and everywhere I gig in Australia places I've gigged in America and uh, the UK just I heard you on Full follow-up. I'm like oh, this is like bigger than most of the TV shows I do it has a very loyal loyal Lower- audience <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're spread out. But, but they are, they're loyal. They are lovely they're and all, dedicated. They're and good they, eggs. They show their face in public. Yeah. They represent. That's what yeah. I like about the, the
1: people well, listening to this fucking, podcast. They was, represent. There was 800 of the fuckers in fucking Melbourne yes. who were more than happy to remind me of everything... Embarrassing, my mum's ever said to me. I mean, it's good times. Uh,
0: thank you, Daniel. We should finish up because Justin is probably already in my oh, yeah. living room talking to Amy. So, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Good to see you. Let's do this again. Uh, maybe what? LA
1: next time? Yeah, yeah. LA. LA. When do you go back to LA? Uh, uh,
0: we're going. So, we're flying out. Well, when people hear this, but uh, we're flying out uh, next Tuesday, the 17th. Oh,
1: when you get back from Spain is yeah, when. Yeah, when we see.
0: get back from Spain. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And we can talk about that. Yeah, that'll be cool. cool All right. So, Matt. Bye.